What is happening, gearheads? This is your boy, J-Man. Jay Sign. I'm sorry to be away so long. I was at the same fat camp as Kriggers. It's good to see you again, Kriggers. Kriggers was such an inspiration at camp, he hit that Ozempic hill every day at the break of dawn. On mashed potato Mondays, he would take a bunch of taters and smash them on his head as he jumped up on the table and yelled, I have hair again. Anyway, I'm back, I'm in shape, and ready to go. Just like your host, a man who has now given Stuttering John more money in Super Chats than he could ever win in any IQ contest. Your host, Blind, Blind. Mike Geary. It's nice to have it. He's Jack, too, which is always good. There's a good line, too, the, the the super chat line, which we'll get to. And I'm not just complimenting the intro because it seems like Hackbride <laughs> is on the brink of taking his own life. Yeah. I genuinely enjoy it. <laughs> hey, poor guy. He's going through a lot. He's all. He's. All, I, I, I don't know what it is. He seems off, but he's doing uh, great work. I think he thinks I'm mad at him or something. But again, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I get a message. I did a WATP yesterday. It should be up by the time we're done here. Uh, that should be up wherever you get podcasts. So go listen to that. Um, so when I get out, I see I have a couple message, uh, a couple messages from Hack Ride, and those messages are followed up with. Remember when we used to talk? <laughs> I, was like, I was doing something. <laughs> so uh, I hope I hope Hack Ride's uh, doing well. Craig, on the other hand, right on schedule, like a you know, like a fully functioning clock. Yeah. You can always trust him. Get everything in on time. <laughs> it is it is clockwork yeah. that I mean. I would say once a month. Craig has two responsibilities on why you laughing. And I don't know which is more important. One, we wouldn't be able to play clips. The show gets up because of Craig. So that's, uh, I think, an important uh, role that he has there. I would say almost more important that once a month, he takes my breath away with something so remarkably stupid that I can't imagine it was contributed to the show. I, th- I almost think I'm not in a reality. Which one is? Oh, the uh, the bit? The bit thing? Yes. Was, yes, of course that's what I mean. That was that was me being genuinely fooled the first oh, time I watched yeah. it. Folks, I'll try not to spoil it, even though Craig <laughs> Craig certainly did. See if you can pinpoint the moment that had me wondering has the man ever listened to a podcast before? Never mind been on one. Has he ever was, has he ever heard how anything works? I was fascinated. <laughs> Oh, this is, I think, you know, Mike, I th- I think you might be going somewhere with this. Yeah. Oh, gee, do you, Craig? You could be on to something here. <laughs> it was, uh, go, we finally did Andy Kaufman on Why You Laughing. So go check that out and see if you can, it takes a keen eye, I got to say. It takes someone very observant. I don't know, you guys probably won't pick up on it. This fucking Clydesdale running through a, <laughs> a game of dominoes. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, the the gang is uh, functioning on all cylinders. I did say we would get to your guys' questions. I didn't see a ton of great questions, but we'll get to those at the end, maybe. You can also super chat questions if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, but mainly, you can support the show at blindmike.net. 
You can go uh, wherever you find podcasts. All the links are there for the Blind Mike Project, Why are You Laughing, and Who Are These Socials. Uh, so you can support the show for free on all platforms. Subscribe on YouTube. If you guys listen, like on Spotify or whatever, but you use YouTube still, subscribe to the YouTube. And if you usually watch on YouTube, subscribe on your podcast platforms. It helps the show. I'm losing my voice. <laughs> um, and if you want to uh, go even... An extra mile to support the show. You can become a YouTube member right now. If you're watching on YouTube, you can become a member uh, or subscribe on Patreon. You get bonus Why You Laughings. You get Quincy, which uh, I think I've built on our Quincy announcement, by the way, which we'll get Ooh. to later in the show as well. Ooh. So that's uh, something to look forward to. I think we have an idea for a live show that will happen in uh, three years. Or something. <laughs> I think like a year. I think it's like 18 months probably we're on schedule for. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think we can make it a good one. So we'll talk about that later. But yeah, go to blindmike.net. That's where all our links are. We appreciate it. Uh, I think out of the gates, we should start with a Mr. Stuttering John Melendez. No? Why not? Have to. Hi, guys, I've been waiting. You know I've been on pins and needles really thinking this IQ test was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. How silly it seems like. It seems like I'm yet again left on the steps with my glove and ball thinking dad's going to come home and we're going to have a cat. Because John has le left me out in the lurch. He's abandoned me. I really thought it was going to happen. Doesn't seem like it. Um, so are you aware of what's been happening with Mr. Melendez, Craig? I, I've just seen on Twitter that he's he like quits and then comes back and then quits and then... Yeah, so he's his YouTube channel got shut down oh. because because someone... He sent the link to someone, the StreamYard link, yep. to join the show. Oh, is this the, the thing that popped up with the girl shitting and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, Someone I saw was that. screaming the N-word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Advocating uh, for an assassination attempt on our president. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> now, I don't understand how you... I will say, I'll defend John here for a moment. How is YouTube not a little more lenient on that? Like... Uh, I understand it's an idiotic thing to just send your fucking link to whoever, but it's not, that's not John's fault. Some maniac came out. John didn't want that on his air. He tried to shut it down as fast as possible. Why take his channel down for a week? That I don't know. That, seem odd. I don't know about the, like why that is. And I also don't get the point of saying your video is for 18 plus if you're going to, you know, Oh, YouTube. I mean, YouTube really is terrible. And I think we can owe it all to them getting in bed with professional sports. Yeah. I think because they're making deals, you know, they have a Sunday ticket now, and um, I think they have free NFL games, and they're trying to get baseball. I think because of that, that's why you're seeing, like, little comedy specials are getting demonetized for saying the C word. We can't, <laughs> like, we can't get, like, fully monetized on anything anymore right off the bat. Everything is always, uh, you know, has problems. Every, every, everything is limited. Yes. Everything we do here, the folks, you know. Support the show. Go to blindmike.net. Support the show. Because yeah, every fucking video we post on YouTube is at least limited ads. And we don't always know why. It's because of, like, language most of the time. Right. Yeah. Because okay. there's videos where we play nothing that's copyrighted. The the Hassan Minaj thing, by the way. It's news. Someone. What the hell's going on? I have no idea what happened. But, yes, Hassan Minaj, we got booted for news. Go. <laughs> is that now? Can I assume what happened there? Is this uh, were you on your phone? Is this Craig not paying attention? Have, have I bored you already? Or is it later <laughs> in the show when that starts up? No, I hit. I went to turn my volume up, and then you just started coming through my computer audio. Yes. So I fixed it. Well, 
All right, good. I'm sure that'll be. Yeah, hello, cringe of the week. Hey, <laughs> Carl, have fun with that. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> Anywho. All right. Well, anyway, yeah, YouTube sucks. How, <laughs> I, how ironic that mid rant is when <laughs> we got we lose everything. Yeah, that was that was them. That was an inside job. Um. All right. Anyways, let's get to stuttering John. Enough defending stuttering John. His YouTube channel should not have been taken down. That Definitely. was ridiculous. Um, but he's back with with vengeance with the, the fire of ten thousand suns. And here's what John does: is he gets super amped up like you know they shut him down for the week so now he has a cause to come back and what does he come back with oh these are some heavy accusations turns out carl posted a link to his audiobook on carl's patreon still, can you believe that still can you believe that <laughs> i can't believe he's going there i was trying to think of an analogy and i was thinking of this uh earlier where uh the last time uh, not the last night no, because i think he was on this week um, I think he was eyes. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, one of the recent times that uh, Portnoy was on KMS, mm-hmm. uh, Kirk asked him about me, and he was like, "Nah, I don't really hate Blind Mike anymore." The reason for that is because the thing he hated me over happened so long ago that he doesn't think about it anymore. He so now he's at a point in his life where he doesn't think about me ever. Thus, he doesn't have a fiery hatred for me. John never, time heals no wounds with John. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, he still has the same grudges from years ago, and unless you have kissed his feet and made up, then he'll never forget that or forgive it. It's crazy he latches onto these things, and still to this day, he's as angry. Actually, he's angrier today about this thing that he made up that Carl posted his audiobook on Patreon. John's angrier about it today than when he thought it happened. (laughs) Originally, <laughs> put it together, blind Mike. What's going on? I thought we were going in order of the videos. Well, you've decided we're playing clips now. Oh, I thought we were. I, I was done. <laughs> I thought we were talking. About I guess I was done, guys. <laughs> you thought that's when you should have played. That was literally mid sentence. I am literally staring at my board, making sure whatever the hell just happened didn't happen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, Mike's almost at a point. Now seems like the time where I should play a clip that has nothing to do with what he's saying. <laughs> All right, ready? Ready for this? Ready this, for this seems like... No, I'm not ready. I wasn't <laughs> even close to ready for the clip. No, I was going to say, I'm going to take a deep breath here and just trust my board's going to work. <sighs> what, people were... I, I think now you're... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? What's that? You're, you're making these uh, criticisms I've seen come to fruition. Now you're purposely not paying attention. <laughs> I'm paying attention. I pay attention all the time. Well, thousand percent, right, gang? Hey. Uh, all right. Now Craig's dying to get to these clips, apparently. So I guess I'll I'll, I'll jet ahead. <laughs> well, yeah. no, I wanted to say one more thing about John's return. Is like he's also so predictable in that. Um, I don't know if you're gonna be able to believe this. Mm-hmm. It seems like his relationship with Vinny. Too good to be true. Oh, it's not. It's not real friendship. <laughs> Weird. Well, I'm, we're not there yet. But John did. He's he's starting the cycle that he always has, where he's best friends with somebody, and then he'll say, "Now I like this guy. I still like this guy. But here are all my criticisms that I'll get really angry about when I decide I don't like him anymore." <laughs> Just know this is coming. Yeah, and I said this to Carl yesterday that. 
if I wanted to, I could end his relationship with Richard Ojeda. Oh, for sure. Sim- simply by having Richard on the show every week. That's all we'd have to do. Yeah, and he would come on. Yeah, and he'd, he'd gladly come on, and then slowly but surely, that something would creep into John's world where he's like, why do you, why, Richard, why do you hang out with this guy? And then that would happen a few times, and Richard would say he likes us or whatever, and then eventually John would disown him. <laughs> like, we, we... I have the power to make that happen. That's how easily John's life is manipulated. Did the, the argue- even someone like me has power over him. You know, that guy, he voted for Trump, and I just can't look past it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Which guy? Uh, Ojeda did. That'd be- oh, that's true. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that would be the argument. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, so we, we saw that uh, cycle, John just repeating himself over and over again, and it's crazy. But... Uh, something else he repeated was his, his ability to issue a challenge and then completely back out of it <laughs> because he never actually wanted it to happen to begin with. His mouth was just writing checks. He never intended on cashing. Uh, literally, actually, he wrote a check for $10,000. That's right. So if you guys uh, don't remember, John challenged me. He said he would put up $10,000 to my 1000 Not great odds. I'm not, a, <laughs> I don't, I don't have like DraftKings or anything like that. I'm not a great odds maker myself, mm. but it seems like you shouldn't, negotiations shouldn't, shouldn't start at 10 to 1. No, they should <laughs> Especially not. Especially if you're likely to lose. Right. <laughs> me. But. Oop. Say it again. We're ready. I get, you know what? We're ready. Fine. <laughs> that, one, that one made sense. Fine. I'll quit yapping. <laughs> Me. Let's just hear the clip. Put it together, blind Mike, and I'll take it. Oh, well, this is what I would have liked to finish setting up. Is that <laughs> I, I said, it seemed, you know, John has quit podcasting and he's come back and he's gone to Jamaica and he's been reborn and all this stuff. Mm. And that time I... I've noticed I've been neglected. I said, John, John doesn't seem like he's, you know, rolling up his shirt sleeves and getting to work on this IQ test. Has he forgotten about me? So I wanted to remind him. And, you know, Hackride's been doing a good job that, of that himself. But I wanted to remind John, hey, when's this IQ test happening? Me. Put it together, blind Mike, and I'll take it. I'm going to kick your ass, by he the sounds, way. But now, now he sounds dismissive as if I started this. <laughs> this wasn't you? He's like, oh, Mike with this IQ test. Come on, Mike. Blah, 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 Mike. <laughs> oh, this guy won't shut up. John, you issued the challenge. <laughs> I will say, I think his odds did go up after the haircut and shave. I will give him that. He looks he better. He looks smarter now. Yeah, yeah. He looks, late. Wait, he looks like a substitute teacher again. Well, that's that's another thing is he keeps saying that he's been fired from the substitute teaching job. Uh, and he said that Bob Levy is the one that got him fired. Now he's like friendly with Bob Levy again. So he says, actually, I don't know who got me fired. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's wild. A psychologist would have a field day with this fucking guy. It's crazy. If you're blind, how do you? I don't know. Okay, let's go go back just a little bit because I want to <laughs> examine that for a moment. Let's get this. Let's get to it. <laughs> I want to examine that where he's about to attack my disability. He is. That's his instinct. He is. Which I'm totally fine with, by the way. Feel free, John. You're more than what you have my carte blanche. You have my permission. But he's about to go after question whether or not I'm actually disabled or whatever he's going to say. 
That's that's the John that was born into the world and that was on the Howard Stern show for years. Then what you see is liberal John reacting and saying, I can't, I've backed myself into a corner where I can't criticize this disabled guy because I have made it my thing that you shouldn't make fun of disabilities. That argument I got into, I really pigeonholed myself. <laughs> yeah, he's done this all to himself. And what's so fascinating about John, and I think Hackride pointed this out to me, is that uh, he, he wears every thought on his face. Oh, yeah. You can watch John go the, the layers of emotions and internal examining that he does. <laughs> he wears it all on his expression. So you can see him go through this turmoil as he, you know, mid-sentence. Ass, by the way. If you're blind, how do you... I don't know. It's, it's, I can barely figure out how to super chat. How the hell can you? Mike Huntsmells. <laughs> <laughs> now, on the more serious business, Mr. Huntsmells. <laughs> Mike Huntsmells. <laughs> this is a man, I gotta say, this is a lot more about me, because here's where I'm at in life, is that a man who in earnest reads Mike Huntsmells <laughs> and is about to get into whatever, you know, interesting thing Mike has to say, this guy thinks he's smarter than me. <laughs> Anyways. He's certain he's smarter than me at a 10 to 1 ratio. <laughs> what a perfect name to segue to. Anyways, <laughs> listen, you're going to lose. I'm a person of high intelligence. I've got a high IQ. Anyways, uh, Mike Hawk, what do you have to say for yourself? Ben Dover. He's, <laughs> thanks for the five bucks. Ah, Mr. G-Rection is back. Yeah. How are you, Hugh? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's claiming literally Einstein numbers. He says he has a 160 IQ. That's a fucking guy. <laughs> but what's most, we've almost lost the point. What's most infuriating about that clip is John issues a challenge. John says, hey, 10 to 1, take an IQ test with me. I say, Okay. He says, you set it up. <laughs> he says, I want to, I want to make you take an IQ test. And also I'd like to give you a full-time job of planning some event <laughs> with me in Florida or California or wherever I live. I'm like, John, you do it. You, this is a teaching moment, John. We're trying to help you become an adult at age 60. You issued the challenge. You set it up or admit you have no interest in doing this. Which is what I feared from the beginning. No shit. I know. Uh, Hacker, I thought I was crazy for thinking this may never happen. But, <laughs> but, but I suspected from the beginning that John never wanted to do this. It was just bluster. That's what John is. He's all bluster. And he throws shit out there that he never intends on backing up. Now, if he knew that about himself, then I'd be fine with it. But the issue is he's still pretending he wants to do it. He has no interest in taking this IQ test with me. Well, if he the longer he doesn't do it, the more he can be like, I'd, I'd wipe the floor with this blind guy. And, and yeah, and here's, he's going to say like, oh, I told him to set it up. So now it's going to become my fault now that we haven't done it. Like, John, you're not going to give me, you're not going to issue a challenge. Call me dumb. And then also give me a job to do. I could fly to Florida. It works. I could use a tan right now. I, that's the, I'll go to Florida if you want me to, I guess. <laughs> 
but you have to do it, John. You have, and if I set it up, then that comes with a whole other litany of issues where he's going to accuse me of cheating in some way. <laughs> so I want no part of setting this up, John. Yes, the blind guy is going to cheat on the test. Uh, well, yeah. That, I mean, that's the other thing, too, is if John, like, you know, John's trying to be a hero of the disabled. How would I schedule it? Like, how would I do all this, John? I'm just a disabled boy. He's stunned you can do a super chat. Now, can you set up a big test and live event? <laughs> oh, that, that's the other thing. We didn't even talk about that. Where he says he doesn't know how to super chat. First of all, John, I, it's very easy. I see well enough to do it myself, but also I have uh, software on my phone that reads to me and allows me to move around the screen through audio. It's not that difficult to figure out for a person of high intelligence. <laughs> Much like super chatting, where I under, my understanding is you hit the little button at the corner of the of the comment bar. Not only that, not, up, not only that, super chat. Yeah. I believe is how they hide it on the, YouTube. The logo you hit to do so is a is a dollar bill. <laughs> yeah, it's a dollar sign. <laughs> it's all very confusing, John. Yeah. I understand. It's <laughs> tough to decode. YouTube doesn't want you doing it, so they they put it under all of this uh, pomp and circumstance. They make you think. Well, super chat. Certainly, that's not giving money of any kind. No, it's just like your my text must be a little bolder this time. <laughs> I like that. That's that's John's like. There may be more to this kid than I realized. Moment. He can super chat. <laughs> He's super chatting. Maybe I've made a bad bet. Maybe he can do math. <laughs> <laughs> but as uh, as Jerry Seinfeld said in the intro, I've already paid more money. I've paid this asshole. <laughs> More money no shit. to negotiate the, this thing than I'll ever get from no winning. Sh no shit. That's a fact right there. Um, shall we hit the second one here? <coughs> Craig's nervous now. I I don't know why that happened earlier. It's, well, well you, you seem off this morning. A lot going on. A lot going What's on. the matter, buddy? I'll Israel Palestine got you? <laughs> yes. In a, in a twist? Yes. I got me in a twist. It's got me in a twist. All right. Let's uh, yeah. So uh, now Hackride gets involved and gets involved and tries to uh, look for a little clarity here. Hackride. <laughs> That's always thanks funny. for the five bucks, John. You challenge blind Mike. It's up to you to set it up or have forfeited. Can I say by the way, I also sent this and he ignored it, <laughs> which is not a good sign for negotiations. If I may submit that, yeah, he's kind of he's kind of winning this war right now. He's like he's, gone, he's gone to ignoring me. Yeah, you just keep paying him. <laughs> yeah. He's made me want this to happen. <laughs> How rude! <laughs> I had no interest in it. <laughs> he ah, uh, he's like uh, what am I thinking of? Oh, the uh, you ever see the episode of Always Sunny when uh, Flipadelphia? Yep. When they challenge their old rival to a game of flip cup. Yeah. And then they get fixated in the meantime on this new, like these college kids. And then by the end, the original rival comes back and he's like, is it on or not? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, nah, we're over it. <laughs> That's what John has done to me where I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> such a good show. It's such a good show. Um, Boy, hit the nail on the head. Well, I haven't I haven't seen the old episodes in forever. Like uh, it used to be on Netflix, so I'd go back and watch them all the time. I haven't. I couldn't tell you last time I saw it. Fun insight into Craig's life. Yeah. <laughs> Challenge blind Mike. It's up to you to set it up or have forfeited an old Mike ten k or ten hours of good point co-hosting duties on period. Now, now, I challenge him, but he's gonna set it up. I ain't setting shit up. <laughs> I don't got the time. 
Where did you get that idea, John? I think you should set it up, and you should cheat. It would be wicked funny. <laughs> but he's, I don't want to give him the satisfaction of doing it for him, of holding his hand through another thing. He's, John, you've been in the business for 40 years or something. You should know how to set up an IQ test and how to make it interesting, how to make it something we could broadcast that we could both benefit from, or even just make it something you benefit from and make a fool out of me. That should be in your wheelhouse of things to do as a guy who worked on the biggest radio show of all time and the biggest late night show of all time. That should be a thing that's easy for you to pull off. It shouldn't be up to me to accept your challenge that you made up out of thin air. I've never bragged about my IQ. It's never been a thing of mine. He <laughs> He I don't know have, where it's become like Mike Geary as some, yeah. as some highfalutin, like this guy bragging about his IQ is enough. He's <laughs> I'm going to challenge him. If he's as famous as he claims, he should have somebody listening that could make this happen. It should be done in two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's that's an interesting thing that Carl pointed out yesterday that uh, he said, I forget exactly how he phrased it, it was something to the effect of um, the, the overlap of... Uh, stuttering John fans and people who listen to Carl is zero. The people that are watching who are these podcasts and watching John are there to make fun of him. Like, I think John thinks that Carl is like stolen his fans away or something. So it's people that find you funny to mock. <laughs> find John, they find John funny to watch. And that's what John doesn't understand is he still thinks he's as famous as he was when he was on, the Stern show, which is weird when you have, you know, you're, you're rivaling me and uh, Phil Elmore for views on YouTube. <laughs> he, he might actually think he's bigger than he was on the show right now. Um, well, I think, I think it benefits him. Like I think his career, not, not his life. I think his career quote unquote is in a better place because of Carl and Shuley than it would be without them. Oh, for sure. Like he would just be talking into nothing, into thin air, if it wasn't for those guys and, you know, us and whoever, Cardiff and all the people that cover him. If those eyeballs weren't on him, it would just be into the ether, lost forever. And But he's making all his money because people are trying to get him to say stuff that the other shows can talk about. <laughs> yes. Two, $2 at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Except for this IQ test, it's really serious. And that's the other thing is John, like at, at most John would walk away with a thousand dollars. Who cares? Maybe he's thinking like splitting the door or something, wherever this is. But that's the thing is he's made no inkling that he wants to do it as a live event or anything. Do you want me to try to set it up? I don't want to give him the satisfaction of us setting it up. All right. Do, uh, we could have. Hmm. We should do it at Ojeda's house. That I that that I would allow. Okay, <laughs> I'll try to make it happen. <laughs> Neutral party. Yeah, exactly. He could be the ref. Yeah, yeah, I'd be okay with that. See, now we're on to something. Hear that hack ride? <laughs> I would reach <laughs> out, but you're like best friends with him now, so just talk to him. There's uh, we have one more of these, right? Uh, yes. There's like five John seconds is... left in this one. I don't know if there was anything. Oh, in okay. Let's hear. It. Okay. Guess not. <laughs> well, he added a lot there. <laughs> His face looked funny. I guess we can All take right, that. Yeah. So he addresses this. It comes up once more. Hack ride. Thanks for the bucks. 
Sean, Blind Mike is using part of his 10K winnings from the IQ to buy Wendy, the slow adult, a brand new computer. You're stopping that from happening. I don't remember agreeing to that. He didn't win any fucking <laughs> IQ test. Let him set it up and we'll take it. That's it. End of story. You see, and that's I, what I hate. Let him set it up. Let let him. Like, I, I get the opportunity to set this up now. It's, I didn't want to do this, John. It's quite literally <laughs> him doing this just so... He can just have it over you and not lose because yeah. I think he's afraid of that. Of course, of course, he is. He, he he would never allow people to find out what his real IQ is because I suspect. You know what? It's lower. Here's here's the reality of what I believe John's IQ to be. I think he and I would probably not be that far off. Like um. I, I I think there's general intelligence in there somewhere. I think you're being humble. Maybe, but but my point is, I don't think it would be as hysterically low as we want it to be from John. But what if it is? That'd be that'd be great. Okay. But my point is <laughs> worth it. I, I I I think it would be somewhat normal. The issue is John has built himself up as a Mensa member, true. a true genius, true, and so he could never allow anyone to find out that it's even even if he has an IQ of one ten, which I think is pretty standard. He could never allow people to know that. And he he claimed one sixty, right? Is that is that? What, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He says on, and I was wondering about this. He said that on Stern, when he was on Stern, he took an IQ test, uh, and it was one thirty five. Now, evidently, Howard decided not to release that segment because no one has ever heard it. Wouldn't it like be- I don't know where he's getting that because it wasn't. They took an IQ test with Eric the Midget. I remember that, mm-hmm. and. I do remember another IQ segment. Where it was, I think it was after John left. Like John claims he took an IQ test on the Stern show. I can't, maybe it exists. I haven't been able to find that audio anywhere. Maybe they would spike it because it, he did so well. It wasn't funny. No, that'd be hilarious. If John was the smartest guy on the show, I think that'd be funny. That would actually be very funny. Did Stern yeah. take, did Stern take one? Stern's never taken one. Yeah, no, he won't. No, because I, I again similar to John in a weird way. I don't think he would want people to know what his actual IQ is, unless it was like because it might be lower. You know, I don't think it would be horrible, but it might be lower than Gary's or something. You know, you would think he would just. He's on top of pretty much. Well, Stern's a, very vain guy. Stern, yeah. Stern, that that mean that that type of shit. Your how you come off means a lot to Stern. That's true. That's true. You know, that's it. End the story. And I didn't sign the contract anyway. Oh boy, <laughs> here we and, go. And it's over. <laughs> and there's why. Now again, we've gotten into this debate. Why don't I set it up? He's never going to do it. <laughs> Play that again. <laughs> the very end of the whole thing. Uh, just, just that end. Just that last line. That's it. End the story. And I didn't sign the contract anyway. Oh, really, John? <laughs> That's John's way of saying, I'll never do this. <laughs> you can't, And you can't make me. Uh, someone's saying both episodes are on YouTube. Um, yes, but John didn't participate in either of them, did he? Uh, let's see what they say. That's the thing. Eric the Midget got a 90. For what it's Is worth. there... That was long after John was gone, though. Is there one that John participated in? Yeah, if so, send it to me, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let us know. Because I mean, maybe I'm maybe I just did it wrong. That's just I've never been able to find it, and no one's presented it to me. So, 
Yeah, so it either exists and John knows what the real score is and is pretending it doesn't. <laughs> right. But I feel yeah, like that, right. that would have been found by now, I would assume. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Here, the, the interesting thing about John is, like, he's endlessly fascinating for whatever reason. But there is an element of it where it's it's tiring because every day he comes on and says, Carl made fun of my kids and posted the audio of my book. And it's like, okay, well, Carl is telling you he didn't do that. Is this all? But even if he did. Is this because what? he he does like the chapter reviews, so he thinks it's the whole book? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. John doesn't think that. He knows that Carl, this all started, here's what I think people forget with all that. This all started, and John admits this now, he did not know what fair use was or transformative content. Correct. And he's admitted that. So... When this started, John saw um, Carl post, we're, we're breaking down, easy for you to say, you know, however it's titled or whatever. Mm -hmm. But John saw that he was doing that and said, they're not allowed to play clips of my book and react to it. John realized he was wrong about that. So he has changed the argument to, you posted my book in its entirety. Uh, so people didn't buy it because they could listen to it on your Patreon. Right. Which I don't understand that logic either. I don't understand like, half the stuff that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> I mean, if you have Audible, you could get John's audiobook for free. Why would you pay to get it on Carl's Patreon? That's a great point. It's probably funnier. Not for free, but you know what I mean, for the membership. Yeah, it's probably funnier on uh, Carl's Patreon, <laughs> I would guess. Well, it is, that's the thing. It is because they comment on it. <laughs> it would serve Carl no use to be like, hey, gang, here's the, the full book if you want to listen to it. But you only get to listen to a chapter whenever I say. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. It's, guys, I hate to disappoint you, but it seems like the IQ test isn't going to happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm stunned. <laughs> yeah. um, should, we, uh, should we move on to uh, things happening in the world of comedy? Yeah, where would you like to go? Uh, how about this Burt Kreischer, Rick Glassman thing? Because I thought it was very interesting. Uh, this reminded me a little bit, less contentious, but it reminded me a little bit of the episode of Louis where Dane Cook and Louis confront each other. All right. Uh, actually, hold on real quick. Let me get some of these yes. out of the way. We got some super chats oh, okay. here. Oh, please. Yes. Uh, I come back. It's two bucks. Mike is a lost kid at the mall when Craig went mute. <laughs> Legitimately, because I didn't know. Uh, my instinct should have just been to keep talking. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I'll feel like a real fool. I'm talking to no one right now. <laughs> yeah, I got because I was there. And I could hear you. I just it, I don't, you couldn't hear me at first. Um, Damn, uh, Charles Lovett, five bucks. Didn't write anything. Thank you, sir. Well, thank you. Those um, are the best kinds. Yeah, uh, Marca Batista, five bucks. John went from little Dutch boy to Fred Flintstone with that haircut. <laughs> That's very funny. Like Samson, he lost his powers. Great show, guys. That's exactly who he looks like. Fred Flintstone. Perfect. <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. Um. Uh, narco twenty one twelve two bucks. Here's some money. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that early, guys. Jesus. Uh, uh, dang lizard five euros. I switched to super chatting. John advice. Uh, there is nothing more enraging. <laughs> he learns nothing. Insults oh, me. It's infuriating. I know. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> he learns nothing. Insults me, and I pay money for that. What the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> That's good, buddy. Uh, we should start a group together to console one another because. <laughs> 
<laughs> I go through the same thing where I'm like, I'm paying this guy money to get annoyed by him. Uh, Charles Lovett, five bucks. The test on this time he wrote something. The, the test on Stern was a bit. Uh, let's give the biggest dope the highest score. He will get less than half of one six. That was my that was my original speculation that it would be funny to give John the highest score. So they just lied about that. But I haven't even found audio of that. You probably won't find it. Hmm. Um. All right. So, uh, the you want the first. This is oh, about yeah, the so, movie, correct? Yeah, so I'll, I'll set it up a little bit. The The Machine uh, is now on Netflix. And have you watched it yet, by the way? I was going to watch it today. So if the Patriots are getting their shit kicked in, I probably will watch it. All right. Yeah, it's, you're not missing much. It's, it's about what you expect. I, I feel like I have to see it at this point, though. <laughs> so Rick Glassman, I find to be a very funny, interesting guy. I've gotten turned on to him recently. Uh, I've listened to... Uh, few episodes of Take Your Shoes Off. And oddly enough, he actually reminds me a little of Hack Ride. <laughs> In the sense that he does weird, he'll do like animated stuff and little bits throughout the podcast that I feel Hack Ride would appreciate. Um, which is interesting once we get to the end of this. But uh, he's, you know, a, a quirky guy. He's got autism. He talks about that where like in recent years, he's started to kind of realize how he comes off to people and stuff. Like I found his his story in general interesting. And sometimes they're very silly on this podcast and sometimes they get, uh, you know, deep and it's more like a therapy type of thing. And this seemed to be an episode where they were getting a little more deep because um, Rick has a bit where early on in his podcast when he didn't have advertisers, he just made a commercial for his dad's carpet business. Mm -hmm. And it's like a really well done Commercial, you would think it would, you would see it on TV because it is, it's like a cheesy rug store commercial and it's very well done. And the joke is just kind of that it's cheesy. The machine ends in, in the end credits. So like, um, Burt Kreischer's dad in the movie is a carpet sale. He owns a, like a, a rug store or a carpet store. And at the movie ends with Burt, and his dad shooting a commercial together for the rug store. And so that's where this is where Rick was like, huh, that's interesting. So he had Bert on to kind of talk this out uh, to see where that came from. And I thought it was an interesting discussion that we'll uh, analyze here. Something happened that to me on sur uh, uh, surface, and I'm, I'm explaining it for audience to understand too, yeah. but like something happened where uh, there was something in your movie I was getting tons of messages, uh, the, the carpet commercial. I was getting tons of messages saying, oh, that's so cool that Bert paid homage to that. Or did you write that? Or all these things where it's like people are saying, not that you stole anything, but like, oh, that's your thing, Rick. And I, I wanted to write back. No, we didn't work on this together. But I felt something felt uncomfortable about it because... I, I could break it down. It doesn't matter. Maybe we'll get into that. But it's just like, I felt like I don't want to talk about this with other people yet. But it did make me feel like I want to acknowledge it, right? Because I felt yeah. bad that like, at least parallel thought. No, no, no. That's a coincidence. At the least, I couldn't even say that because I don't know. I wasn't thinking, fuck Bert, this fucking thief. I was thinking, fully being transparent. And this is what I'm talking about. Did he take that? Then after I asked that question, I thought, I doubt it. Not no. It was, I doubt it. And if so, was that even Bert? 
because I have this rug commercial. I've put it in all my podcasts. I've put it in your podcast. I put it in mine with me, but I was also like, Bert doesn't watch his podcasts. Bert doesn't edit it. There's a decent chance Bert's never even seen it. If at all, somebody even did take it. I don't know. But what I do know is I want to acknowledge it. There's a great chance that Bert watches his own podcast. <laughs> if there's one guy that watches his appearances, it might actually be Bert Crusher. But I, I thought it was like great of Rick to be like, hey, first of all, acknowledge it, but also be like, to be honest with you, my instinct was, did he take it? Probably not, but not, not definitely not. Like, I think that's kind of ballsy to have that direct conversation and he's not doing it in a shitty way. He's kind of just being honest. And I think that's very interesting. And I think it would be interesting to have, like, if you saw, you know, people like Amy or Dennis Leary have these conversations that have been accused of stealing jokes. I think that would be interesting. I think that would have helped like Carlos Mencia early on. If they just had that discussion, like I like the way Rick went about it and I wouldn't have thought, I'll tell you this. I've seen both. Um, the rule with Netflix is if we play uh, part of a movie that's on Netflix, they get to uh, rape my uh, closest family member. <laughs> we're not going to play the yeah. we're not going to play the commercials, right? But uh. um, but I, I've seen them. W- the similarity is like the tone. You know what I mean? Where like Rick does this so much that you would think it would come up in Bert's world. Like, Hey, that's very similar to something Rick Glassman does. It's not like a word for word ripoff of a thing, but it is, it does kind of make you think like, huh, that is odd. Now Bert's a big enough comedian that maybe he just had no idea. Rick did this thing. You know what I mean? Isn't he's not paying attention to every other podcast. But isn't his dad also like legitimately a lawyer? Well, so he says, I don't know if we have the clip or not, but he says, um, he goes, I didn't write the movie and my dad's a lawyer. I don't know why they, I, I think we do have that clip. So I'm not going to repeat everything he says. There's some weird reason that they didn't make him a lawyer. I don't know. Uh, this next one is original reference. Uh, yeah. So this is, they, they explained it a little more. I, I was, I was cut off guard, especially cause I was like, I was like, Oh no, this is, I said in a Rolling Stone article, 1997 <laughs> Rolling Stone article, was about me. It was a six and a half page article bring about it up number again. one party animal in the country. Mm-hmm. In the article, they said, "What what is going to happen to Burt Kreischer?" That's how they end the article. Uh, some towards the end, and I said, "I'll probably be selling carpets in East Georgia." It was just a hookup we had. There was a guy who could get his job selling carpets. I don't mean to. I don't mean to like. I'm being serious. I thought of this on the ride over here. I don't want to mean to like say like that's a bad job because I know your dad sells carpets. Well, but area like, rugs, fine area rugs. Yeah. And so- <laughs> <laughs> I like the Rick. I find Rick to be very funny, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> he's a, very good in this. A very funny response, especially when you like. I know what he's saying too. You're like, I'm. I'm not trying to insult anyone here. <laughs> Fine area rugs, actually. <laughs> but yeah, so I, it was. A, it was a reference from that what became Van Wilder Rolling Stone article. I guess Bert said like he would sell carpets, so that's why the writer put it into the movie. I think they explained it a little more in the next clip. So in my default, I was like, I can always get a job selling carpets. Sure. And so and you still I can, by the way, if you the, know, <laughs> I bet I could. The writer took that and put it in and said, I'll just make his dad a carpet salesman. And then, but in the movie or just in the end in the movie. sequence. So he's a carpet in salesman movie. in the movie as well. In the movie, he runs a place called Chrysler carpets yeah. in South in South, South Florida, Florida, Southwest Florida, uh, Chrysler's carpet spelt with a K 
because it's great branding. There's another joke in there. And so throughout the whole movie, he's a, scar, a carpet guess. salesman. Uh, I don't know. My dad's an attorney. I don't know why they didn't make him attorney. I, I maybe I'm assuming because of legalities, maybe it was easier to make him a working man. I don't know. I didn't write the script. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and, and you are correct. I never watched your And the person who wrote the script watched your podcasts and read your articles. I'm and, assuming I can't, right. I can't speak for him because there, he there, is, he is a writer and he is, I think he's head of the writers. Club. There is something that's relevant about this before speak it gets into a defensive place, which it can be. My feeling was never, Bert stole this for me. I want to get him back yeah. or call him out for that. My feeling was, I just wanted to acknowledge. I wanted to acknowledge it because, yeah. and I think I told you this on the phone. There has been a, a fair amount of things uh, with podcasts in particular that you told me that a little I, bit. Oh, this, by the way, this is interesting. People have said this is uh, Andrew Schultz that Andrew Schultz has started ripping off Rick Glassman and Rick Glassman has made reference to it in other podcasts. So people kind of thought it was like a joke between the two of them. This is the first time it seems serious where Rick is like, no, they've stolen shit from me, basically. It's not the first time he's been accused of that either. It's not. But again, this conversation is kind of goes to, it might not be Bert. It's the people that wrote his movie. I think Rick is saying it might not be Andrew, but definitely people on his team have taken some shit. That I have done. And then other people did. Some of it was coincidental. I know. I know at least one of them because I heard it was, it was what it was. Um, that was, they, they did. Um, it doesn't feel That's funny because I know that guy and that guy's pretty quick to call out thievery. But here's the thing, because people are gonna make their implications. It doesn't mean it's the guy. Yeah. Because if you if if your writer and I'm not saying this hypothetically, if somebody's writer did steal this, you're the face of it. It doesn't mean you did it. I'm not saying it was this guy or this guy. I just know it's somebody in that camp. I just know that part. But it doesn't mean it's the face of it. And that's a tough thing. I, I like the way Rick approached this because I find these conversations interesting. Mm. And I think what you find at the end of the day, like we said about Dane and Louie, is that Probably a a, few, a bit of everything is true in the sense that maybe someone on Bert's team or Bert himself had seen this subconsciously suppressed it. And then when they needed the father to have an occupation, there's some tie in the carpet salesman. And then, oh, we should make a commercial like that just almost comes out subconsciously without you realizing that you saw what Rick was doing. I think there's probably a lot of that that goes on in comedy in general. Or just completely parallel thinking where one didn't influence the other. But I like conversations like this because I think it exposes that a little more. Because we did a joke-stealing episode of Why Are You Laughing? Yep. Uh, which got heated, as I recall. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the uh, the crux of that argument was I don't believe that Burt Kreischer... I don't believe Amy Schumer was sitting in a comedy club writing down jokes. Like, that was the accusation about Mencia. And he's the only one I've ever heard that about. I don't believe anyone is sitting in the club writing down joke like, oh, this really hit and I think I could turn this into something. Let me jot it down so I don't forget it. I think it always comes out in sub, some subconscious form and it seems like that's what Rick is trying to get Bert to acknowledge. The thing I found interesting is like, Bert doesn't really budge in this whole back and forth. He's, he's also, like, he's not one he to... He seems off put by it. He's not one to uh, deny stuff either. If he gets called out, he's usually like, yeah... He, he seemed annoyed by this exchange. That's how I took well, it. I'm reading too much mm -hmm. into it. But he seemed annoyed that Rick was calling him out for this. 
Well, if he was a like a car salesman and he and this guy was like, "Yeah, you're selling a lot of lemons." Like he'd be like, "Fuck you, dude. That's my business." I guess so, yeah. You know? I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to find something equivalent, but I guess. Exactly. <laughs> his his whole reputation is him being a comic and, you know, I would hate being accused of that shit. That's just basically yeah. what it comes down to. But I it, it it's weird because Bert's not coming out and being like absolutely. It seems like he's more annoyed that Rick would question him, which I find an odd approach given Bert's general character. You know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> like he's generally kind of a fun loving, silly, like does the laugh and all of that. He, there was not much of that in this exchange. No, he actually you can see it in his face. But uh, he's he annoyed. Yeah. Here they talk about Barstool. Yeah, this was a, a just a little interesting dig at Barstool. I'm guessing this is KFC. I don't know who else would be in Rick's world. So I'm guessing this is uh, something to do with Kevin Clancy. I have this for my sleepover series. I have this animated video game opening. It's intricate. It's beautiful. Shout out to Tom. It's awesome, right? I'm not the first person to ever do retro 8-bit graphic stuff. Yeah. But uh, recently Barstool no, did this animated intro for a podcast parallel thought perhaps who knows I, I wasn't the first to do it but what i don't like is when people message me when they see my thing which i've been doing for years and then their thing that they just didn't be like i'm ripping off barstool and that's where i'm like fuck that man yeah but i'm not saying barstools took it from me but i do want to be able to acknowledge and say which i, I mean obviously i'm doing it now so that was subconscious i wasn't even thinking i needed to do that but obviously i did but my thing is saying like, cause that's, I've done it. I've done this. Yeah. So when I know what he's talking about, <clears throat> what's that? It was um, like a promo for the yak in uh, the case race. They did a, oh, uh, really? they did like a video game version just to promote it. It was a one-off. Yeah. So I think the, the point he's making is interesting. Cause he's not saying they took it from him. He's kind of addressing, and this is what I say all the time. There's so many comments on every every special that comes out now or every clip on Instagram or whatever. There's comments underneath that like, this was stolen from so-and-so. Right. And it's like, in reality, they both, you know, broached the same topic or so. You know what I mean? Like, just because two people talk about fucking uh, jaywalking doesn't <laughs> mean the bits are the exact same or one was stolen from the other, you know? So mm -hmm. that I think that's what Rick's talking. I find that to actually be interesting because people now are looking for thievery all the time. Like you see that accusation so much, where it's like ninety nine percent of the time the one making the accusation is incorrect. You know? Oh yeah, every time basically. We gotta do. We, we should probably do a part two on the uh, joke stealing. Uh, probably so. I don't know who we didn't cover that we should, but yeah, I, I we could figure it out. Um, next, we have uh, a level of seriousness here. Uh, I don't remember what this is. All right, let's find out. Oh, your dad's so carpet. I did not pay attention. I did not think, I, I, I did not think that. of like, I did not think back to the, back to the carpet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I did not put the two and two together only because when you're making a movie, the, the last thing you're thinking of really is like everybody else's stuff. My, no, my dad's occupation. It was like, I, I, there, I had so many fish to fry on that. <laughs> Hold that, on. that I like my, that Rick is trying to give him an outbeat and be like, Hey, you're not thinking about my bullshit when you're making a movie. And Bert's like, no, actually, attention to detail in the film is the last thing I'm thinking about. Here's the thing, though. If that article that uh, Rolling Stone put out did end that way with the carpet salesman. Right. That's definitely where they got it from. Oh, that's definitely where they made him a, a carpet salesman or something. The thing in question is the commercial at the end 
where I do think like Rick's being a little um, sensitive. The idea that they stole it from him, I think that's a little overly sensitive. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. Is like, I like that he's calling him out for it, but two people in the world can make carpet commercials. Especially when it's been in an article since 97, which was probably a big yeah. deal for this movie. Right. And, and I think uh, Bird kind of addresses that a little bit. No, my dad's occupation. It was like, I, I, there, I had so many fish to fry on that, that, that my dad's occupation was like, great, cool, whatever, let's move it forward. There was like one joke, Chrysler Carpets with a K in the movie. It's but also, no, but, it wasn't but just I, the rug thing, it was the, the I want to say this, I want you to understand, yeah. I want you to understand how I felt and why I was cool with doing this. It's the same way people are saying to you, you ripped off Barstool. I, I sat there and told me about this. I went, or our, when our friend- He'll be bleeped. Yeah, when he told me about this, I went, you're kidding, right? Like you're joking. When I got your text, I was like, "But oh, I messaged you before no, you no, called no, but him." No, no, no. I called. I called him right after I got your text. Right. I go, you called him before. Me. I go, "Is this a joke?" I know you were about bits. Right. I go, "Is this a joke?" And he was like, "No, it's pretty serious." Go, I go. went, "Wait, this is a joke, right?" But the, but the, and we've talked about this, and I, yeah. I, I, it wasn't pretty serious. Well, he he said it was. Well, I believe he believed it was. I don't think he was instigating. I really don't. We yeah. talked about that. And I don't want to get in details for people to deduce too much. Yeah. But like, it wasn't. It was, and you know what? Don't put them side by side, and I'll tell you why. I watch, That's, I this is an interesting disclaimer. Watch my movie. <laughs> this is the one thing I thought was a little weird that he's like, "Hey, don't compare them." <laughs> I thought that was a weird thing to be like, "Hey, don't let people see how similar they are." Hey, you want to just sweep this under the rug, please? <laughs> <laughs> don't put them side by side. Oh, I'm so looking forward to watching this today. <laughs> It's I, I, I think you're going to be more uh, astonished by Mark Hamill's performance than anything else. Nah, that, that, that was the most horrific. I could have told you that before you even saw it. I was like, Mark Hamill's going to suck. Mark Hamill was awful to the point where I can't believe he's in movies. Never mind like a classic film franchise. <laughs> I can't believe he's an actor. The biggest franchise in movie history, I think. <laughs> if, the, if one of the two guys, and I'm not saying Burt was like, it blew me away with his acting. But if you said only one of these guys has acted before in a major motion picture, I would assume it was Burt, not Mark Hamill. You know, there's a good chance that I like this movie because it's been talked down so much. It can't be as bad as it is in my head. Oh, you'll probably enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> then I'm going to yeah. go watch some Dane Cook special on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you'll, you'll enjoy it. You know what I mean, people? <laughs> Don't put them side by side, and I'll tell you why. I, I, I want people to go... Watch my movie. Sure. <laughs> so you got, no, only, I'm being serious. It, it, I would love to see yours. I've seen yours. I do. I will say, and, and knowing what we shot and knowing what you shot, yours is better. I see, I see that you're saying. Oh, humble. What you're saying is that you went for a, a motif that we definitely ended up hitting that same motif, I think, of, of cheesy like, and you know, that's what you were shooting for. But I liked yours when you showed it to me. Thank you. But it's not about how good mine is. It is a very similar tone. And I would believe. I think, I think this, I would argue, and I'm just saying this out loud, but I think if your dad had been a car salesman and we had done a car commercial and you had done car commercials, they also would have been in a similar tone. Because <laughs> it's, there's only a couple ways to say, sell cars. Sure. And there's only a couple ways to sell well, cars. Well, it's hard to know what inspiration you're came right, from you're it. You're totally right. Because and you I weren't say, there. I didn't write it. And I he did. may have seen it. He may not have he seen may it. Have, he may have and may have not. But I will the, not speak. He, he wants to that, just tell this guy to go fuck himself so bad. <laughs> he does. And that, what's interesting about it is I think Bert's kind of right in the sense that like, Listen, there's only so many ways to shoot a cheesy commercial. Yeah. The fact that it's carpets made people think like, oh, that's Rick Glassman's thing. Yeah, like uh, uh, 
Gillian Keeves ISIS Toyota. Right. I mean, like that's how those commercials are shot. <laughs> right. Exactly. So if you made a, if there was another joke about a car commercial, you might say like, "Oh, you're ripping off Gillian Keeves," but the joke could be something entirely different. Again. I watched them both, and I get the similarities. I don't think anyone said, let's do Rick Glassman's commercial at the end of this video. And you see that frustration with Bird here, where he does kind of want to tell this guy, like, fuck off, I didn't take it. Please stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that Rick is calling him out for this, because he just wanted an honest discussion. You never see this on camera, really, like a real call out. <laughs> that, that's what I like about it. We're like, I think comics gets very very worried now like the tie between podcasting and comedy has been interesting because like confrontations like this would get you a lot of views but i think comedians are afraid of it and i think what rick is kind of proving in this exchange maybe bert feels differently and they'll never fucking speak again but i think rick is kind of proving you can have like an adult conversation about this where both guys don't hate each other when it's over you know right um next uh still going uh needed to be addressed <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This was it was a long conversation, but I found a lot of interesting points in it. He wanted to make a joke out of it because I, to me, it wasn't about. Also, it's a rug commercial for my dad's. Not even well. Now it's a real one because they made it. and That's very cool. But the point is, it's it's a bit in my podcast. I'm not making money off this. This isn't my brand. This isn't yeah. like my identity. It, to me, it wasn't that deep. Until having this conversation, trying to get you on the phone, and then realizing, oh, we, maybe this, something about it felt, oh, I don't like this. And it was then where I'm like, I think we're going to edit this out. But before editing it out, I wanted, because it's just, you know, it was contextualized. And um, before I even talked to you, we had everything marked just in case we feel not good about this or you don't to take it all out. I was going to show you everything. And then once we had the conversation, I'm like, oh, maybe... I lacked awareness. Maybe this is, we, let's have that in person. But even then, and I texted you yesterday. Hey, Bert. You said, you said, yeah, you said, uh, we don't have to do this if you don't want to do this. And I was like, no, I, I, I don't want, I, look, I, I'm maybe obliviously so, but I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I really, I just wanted I want you to feel the best about it. Cause I know, I, I know I didn't do anything I, wrong. I so felt I go, good after I talked to you. So I go, if, if whatever makes you feel good, then, and, and publicly, cause I know that like I, I did not, and I'm being seriously being serious. I don't read a ton of comments. I will catch a comment here and there, yeah. but I don't go into my comments. I did not see anyone. It's also, it's in the extras. So I don't know. It's in the credit sequence. It's in the credit. Yeah. Extras or whatever. It's at the end. I got so many. Yeah. I did not see any. And we were tagged. And, and that's kind of a way of like saying like, I have a lot more followers than you know <laughs> that. And it's also like, is he making like millions off this frigging carpet commercial? No. Well, that's the point he's making. He's not making any money off of it. <laughs> it's like, it's, but I, but that, what does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. No, no, I know. It's like, I uh, remember, I forget which joke it was we were talking about in the thief episode. It's like, is it worth doing <laughs> that? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I I guess so, but like Rick's point is it doesn't matter if I'm making money. I, I, I don't really care that much. And I, I it might have gotten lost in translation, translation a little bit based on how I clip these. But um, what Rick's talking about there is there was some exchange where Bert kind of kept blowing Rick off for a while when Rick was trying to ask him about this. And that's when Rick started to think like, 
Ugh. Like maybe. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like maybe he's avoiding something. Why is he being weird to me now? You know. Yeah. Oh, uh, Justin's comment. He actually didn't pay us, so I'm going to read it. Uh, okay. Whenever Mark Hamill is in a movie that isn't Star Wars or Batman, it's always like, look at Luke Skywalker. Isn't it funny? He's not playing Luke right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I've never seen him in anything else. I don't think. He's but for me. I was like, is this, this guy? An actor like this is rough. Well, he's he's right too because I mean he's awesome as Luke Skywalker and he's the cartoon voice of the Joker on Batman. And oh, okay, and it's great. But you're not watching him try to <laughs> move <laughs> around right. on camera. Yeah, Mark Hamill's a weird choice. Why not? I why not go with an older comic? Didn't we say like? <laughs> I think it was literally so Luke Bart Christ could be like, look at his fucking Luke Skywalker's my yeah. dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Ron, Ron White would have played Bert's dad. That would have been awesome. That would have been yeah. so awesome. Writing back was was like, I just knew I had to release some stuff. But after talking to you. <laughs> And that's kind of what the thesis of this was, is, is acknowledging, I realized it wasn't about acknowledging it to these people, which I thought it was. And there is something superficial to that of wanting to be like, I know it's similar without throwing you under the bus and without accusing something that I know nothing of. But when I realized after I talked to you, I'm like, that's what I wanted to acknowledge. And pardon me for realizing that. Um, there's one clip I wanted to get to where it seems like Rick gets a little annoyed. It might be the next one. Uh, where are we at here? Um, yeah, there's three left. Oh, boy. Uh, we got Jay Moore, uh, Doing oh, Right, and well, Irony. Yeah, well, the Jay Moore thing is interesting because he's... I, I don't know why certain guys uh, do this where everyone knows this Jay Moore story. Or I should say, not everyone knows the story, but everyone that knows the story knows it's Jay Moore that mm-hmm. he's talking about. Yep. And Bert does a weird thing where he won't say the guy, where he won't say Jay Moore's name for some reason. Maybe it's like I don't want to draw attention to it or whatever. But everyone that knows the story knows who it is, and he's talking about Jay Moore here. Oh, is this the uh, the Tracy Morgan joke or something? Yeah, 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 well, yeah. yeah. So for people that don't know, um, Bert had an interaction with Tracy Morgan where Tracy Morgan was being Tracy Morgan essentially, and uh, Jay Moore started telling that on stage, and and told it as if it happened to Jay instead of Bert. And that caused a real riff in their relationship. And then Bert told that story on Rogan. And then they haven't spoken to each other since. So that's what uh, Bert's talking about here. Their words. I was thinking like, I do not want you to come over because you feel like you need to clean something up or feel obligated. But I recognize that existence. And that's why I sent that message like, hey, we could have this at some point. But let's have it whenever, because I don't feel any urgency. I felt better after just talking to you. So there is a little bit of tackiness of you like, I have to go to Rick's to talk about this thing. And like, I didn't want that to be a thing. Well, I did. I do. I did feel obligated to do this because as a friend, I don't want you feeling that. Like, I don't want you. Like we talked about this. I'd been, I've been actually stolen from twice, uh-huh. more times, but twice where that I made, know. that I made decisions. One time I made the decision to talk about it and I wholeheartedly regret that. Because? I, because it, it uh, well, because a lot of people attacked me uh, and said, I'm, I'm doing it for this reason or I'm doing but it for how that would, reason. But how would a lot of people know about it? Because I talked about it on Rogan's podcast. <laughs> with that person? Nope. <laughs> right. With Rogan. Right. I said this and it was very public. And I said, and, uh, and, and I, and I, it, it changed the dynamic of, of my relationship with that person for the rest of our lives. Uh, I, ha- I have not spoken to that person in person since that date. And, uh, and I've only texted once to him. I wasn't even text. It was a DM. 
and uh, and and so and so and so I, I regret that because in hindsight I could have just been the company man and not said a word and I and I now I'll never know what that looked like I don't know if I'd re- regret that but I remember feeling that way I should have said fucking nothing. Hey, that's such an interesting mentality because he's in the middle of a conversation like that that I think is going like well for both of them, really. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure people will agree or disagree with one side or the other. But, like, it's so interesting that he's having this conversation about Jay Moore and he seems to regret it. And yet he couldn't, like, just text Jay Moore and be like, hey, let's do a podcast together. Let's go fucking grab a coffee or something. That probably that tells me that Jay Moore said some stuff he can't take back. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, maybe he just hates Jay Moore now, but it seems to be like eating him up on some level. Who's your guy found interesting? Yeah, they they were they were really close. Uh, he opened for Jay. I think yeah, that's how it started. Yeah, um, Flex three sixteen two bucks. Mike has to read this. <laughs> Too bad, sucker. <laughs> uh, Flex three sixteen two bucks. Read the chat, Mike. You blind feel it. This seems harsh. I don't even get that one. Um, dang lizard, five euros. Every time Bert is on screen, everyone else should say, where is Bert? Bert Kreischer seems like a real poochie. I don't get that. I don't either. Is that your mom's house reference or something? Possibly. Lawyers, guns, and a lot, money. A lot of people hate Bert. Yes. I, like, I mean, I think that happens with anyone that gets as big as he is, mm-hmm. but like a lot of people <laughs> a do lot. not like Bert Kreischer. Yeah. I, I don't understand the, the beef with him, really. He's a bad, um... Um, podcaster or something is the the thing. Even though I, I I don't think he's that bad. I think he's interesting on podcast. I think he's way better at podcasting than stand up. I don't think his stand up is that bad either. Like people say he's a terrible comedian. I don't think he's. I think he's he. We've fine. talked about we've talked about it on here before on podcasts. He'll bring up stuff that you're like, oh, I can't believe he's talking. about Well, he'll that. do shit like this where even though it's clear he doesn't want to be in this conversation, he'll have it. He'll still you know? do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lawyers, guns, and money, five bucks. This guy and his carpet commercial. Yeesh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, if you listen to the podcast, it is like kind of a funny thing that he did. It's, it is signature to him. I get why he thought like, oh, this must be related to me on some level. Yeah. Um, do you want to, do you want to keep going with these? Sure. Uh, yeah, we got the uh, two more. They're not as long as they have been. Okay. Uh, this one is uh, doing right. All right. Had I had any insight about your dad's carpet commercials or your dad's, I would have flown you to Serbia and had you direct it, and we would have shot it the way you wanted it, and it would have been your first directing credit we in the fucking major motion picture. And I would have, I would have, within a fucking heartbeat, I would have, if I had known. Oh, that I, That's a great. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, we would have done it. <laughs> but we would have paid you a few bucks. <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. That's yeah. hilarious. Did you say that? Mean, yeah, of course we still would have stolen it. But <laughs> yeah, did you hear him too? He's like, we would have. Uh, you would have got directing credit in a major motion picture. Yeah. So basically, he's saying if you called us out earlier, <laughs> you could have had. You could have bolstered your IMDb a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> La dee da. <laughs> Any insight about your dad's carpet commercials or your dad's, I would have flown you to Serbia and had you direct it, and we would have shot it the way you wanted it, and it would have been your first directing credit in fucking a major motion picture, and I would have, I would have, within a fucking heartbeat, I would have, if I had known, 
If I had had any insight of any of that, I would have called you immediately. Said, yo, Rick, my dad's a carpet salesman. More importantly, in the end credits, we're going to be doing a carpet commercial. I, I haven't seen it, but I know you do do car, carbon commercials. <laughs> have, have I mentioned I haven't seen it? <laughs> Again, he seems almost like he's patting Rick on the head like, hey, you did a carpet commercial, buddy. <laughs> when I sympathize with what Rick's point is like, no, if you watch them together, which Bert has mandated us not to do, <laughs> but if you watch them back to back, there is a similarity. Like I get what Rick is talking about where it seems like Bert's just saying like, Hey, we both have dads that sell carpets, even though Bert doesn't really, you know, <laughs> uh, Nick West, two bucks. Bert's, per, uh, Bert's personality is grading. See Joe list. Uh, well, Joe list squashed the beef. There's no beef. Oh, from the uh, bachelor party or whatever. The bachelor party. <laughs> That's right. Yes. I forgot. Joe that. was just on, uh, he was on your mom's house and they brought up the story. And Joe goes, I've been dreading this moment. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring this up. <laughs> uh, off topic completely. Uh, the movie, um, Fourth of, it was a 4th of July. Great movie. Uh, where can you watch that right now? Um, I know Louis website, I assume. Oh, okay. I, didn't know I don't know if it's been. I don't know why they wouldn't have that on some streaming platform. Maybe they won't work with Louis, but you'd think at least like Amazon would have it or something. Something. Um, this last one is really short, uh, but it's just called. Irony. I think this is the one I'm looking for, though, where Rick kind of throws a little, uh, a little shade, Bert's way. Yeah, put a little coffee break music. Oh, hold on! No, 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 no! <laughs> this is the ultimate irony. We'll have to <laughs> hold on a second. But for, I guess, I guess maybe I didn't uh, uh, clip the one thing I found interesting where um, Rick goes, you know. He mentions the attitude that Bert has in like, fine, I'll come over here and do this. And Rick was like, that's why a little bit I'm like, kind of like, fuck you with the attitude, because like, <laughs> I want to address this and you've been avoiding addressing it with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I did find that interesting. It seems like, you know, they talked it out. They're in a good place and everything. The ultimate irony of Rick accusing someone of stealing something. Go back, rewind, folks, if you missed the beginning of the show and watch our intro today. You know, if you've seen any previous episodes, you know we have a very popular game show host that contributes to this program. Now, the stealing shoe may be on the other foot, it seems. <laughs> yeah, put a little coffee break music. This coffee break is brought to you by me, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> what really the fuck, is. Rick? It's an amazing drug. I'm Jesus. All right, everyone, flood Rick Glassman's mentions and let him know that he is stolen from us and Hackride. If everyone in here right now goes and comments on the last video that you <laughs> stole from Hackride, yes. he'll see it. Yes, everyone go to Rick Glassman's Instagram, every social media, whatever social media you use, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. I'm sure he has a TikTok. Go comment on all platforms. You stole from Hackride. <laughs> let him know. You stole from Hackride. Or how about this? What's the deal with stealing from Hackride? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Wow. It was like. Right? <laughs> I got to be honest. Hackride is better. It was, it was a long buildup. I know I made you wait for it. <laughs> but the ultimate irony is that this son of a bitch has created a very powerful enemy. It was a buildup. It's all buildup. <laughs> no, I thought that was funny because like. I remember, so I watched that whole episode, and then I remembered after all of it, I was like, Wait, didn't he have a Seinfeld thing at the beginning of this? 
<laughs> Who the fuck does he think he is? What the hell? <laughs> we own Jerry. Yeah, he's ours. Yeah. Get your own uh, sitcom star. By the way, there hasn't been a game in a while. No, not one today either. Hackride is going through a weird time. I don't know what's wrong with our buddy. I hope he's all right. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I was just you gonna... noticed that as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, he, he seems less interested in this show. Am I wrong about that? No, I don't think so. He seems like he's losing interest in us, which it would be unfortunate. No, I don't think so because I actually been talking to him more than ever. Okay. Uh, I know he's got something going on at home, okay. which I think is the main contributor to that. All right. Well, we don't need to get into yeah, yeah. all the Craig wants to air his dirty laundry here. No, <laughs> no, no. This <laughs> is very vague. Um, all right. Well, I hope that's true. It seems like he's been losing interest. Uh, I will say, though, you know, Hackride may be uh, losing interest, but there is a budding star in his. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in his arsenal. Yes, there is. Hello. Should we get to that now? Or should, you know what? But we mentioned Jerry. Could we? Let's play this Jerry clip first before we get into one of Hackride's teammates. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Now let's talk. Let's talk a little Jerry first because uh, an interesting post was sent to me on Instagram from this is either oddly this was either posted by Linda Pizzuti or uh, Kirk is playing a prank on Tony Maserati again. I'm not sure which. It could be, but I think it was Linda Pizzuti that posted this. Uh, which is a weird, it's a weird, don't you think that's an odd source for this video? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Very strange. Uh. But anyways, uh, someone sent it to me and I found it interesting. Jerry's on stage in, I guess, Boston recently. And he gives a little tease to the crowd. So if you can't hear, someone in the audience yells, uh, what did you think of the finale? Which I assume is a reference to the Seinfeld finale, which has been, uh, oft debated and Jerry addresses that question in an interesting fashion. Did you like the ending? Did I like what? The ending. The ending of the show. Well, I have a little secret for you about the ending. But I can't really tell it. Because it is a secret. Here's what I'll tell you, okay? But you can't tell anybody. Something is going to happen. Has to do with that ending. Really? Hasn't happened yet. And just what you are thinking about, Larry and I have also been thinking about. So you'll see. You'll see. Oh no! What yeah. are you doing, Jerry? You have enough money. Come on. What are you cooking up, <laughs> you son of a bitch? Please don't. <laughs> don't. the The reunion on Curb was perfect. Perfect. You nailed it. They had a reunion while making what, fun of reunions. What crackpot scheme are you two cooking up? It's you just, son of a bitch. It's just going to be like them in jail for being bad people. But I, again, the reunion would suggest that they got out of jail. They right. were only supposed to be in jail for a year. Right. And then the reunion told us that they got out. Like, please don't do a reboot of Seinfeld. God, God, no. It'll be sad. They're all so much older. <coughs> yeah, Jerry. Gannon. Jerry. Jerry. Did you see they're saying Black Lives Matter now? <laughs> Jerry's Chris still slides into the room. <laughs> Jerry's sixty, still chasing skirts. 
Well, yeah, that, I mean, that's the trouble, like, Curb has run into. It's like Larry's supposed to be dating and shit. It's like, I don't know, he's a 70-year-old guy. Right. Hmm. Yeah, uh, that, I, I hope they don't do anything stupid. That is... But literally, what he says there, he goes, what you are thinking about. So literally, what all these rubes in Seinfeld, Seinfeld's audience are thinking, that's the idea they thought of, apparently. I don't like it. I don't, wait, 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 so what, are they going to have kids and stuff? Like, I'll tell you, here's what I'm thinking that m- will be annoying, but less so. I think maybe a Super Bowl commercial. Someone just said that, actually, in the chat. Really? Yeah. I th- that's my prediction. Is there's going to be, you know, Jerry and George are getting out of jail <laughs> commercial or something. That's, I can live with that. I can live with it. I mean, it did hurt me when uh, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman were hawking. Uh, Doritos. Off-brand Cheez-Its or whatever. Was it Doritos? I, th- I thought it was, maybe not. I thought it was like 3D Doritos possibly. It was something like that. Yeah, it was Puff. Something Puffs. Yeah. Oh, uh, the Lay's thing? I don't even, I don't freaking know, but. It uh, was, uh, it was a, a reenactment. It was them in Tuco. That's right. <laughs> but then they even, use, they used like lines from a different episode where he's like, say their name. But that's like three seasons later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tuco had been long dead by the time that line was delivered. Uh, Tuco is great. And then maybe because he's in Better Call Saul, they're like, yeah, this will work. <laughs> I, I just really hope. A Super Bowl commercial I'll tolerate. That's the Jerry. I'm willing to compromise with you. It could be good. That that I'm okay with. That could and that, that could actually be funny in a 30 second burst. You know what I mean? Was it, but if they come back for a movie or a series where they're in jail, because again, I keep thinking like, oh, they're going to reboot it. It has to tie into the finale in some way. Like he's literally he's specifically addressing the finale and saying we have an idea. So it's I think it's got to be a Super Bowl. Commercial. They're gonna they're gonna come out of jail and uh, George's gonna be like, yeah, you could use a Pepsi, and then <laughs> that, that's gonna be the commercial. Uh, I, I'd, I'd be all right with that. I could live with that. But I can only live with it because I've built up the alternative in my mind so much of how horrible it could be. Now are they gonna use uh, CGI to make themselves look like they were back then? Well, that, here's the, that's the other weird thing is they all they're all gonna look. 25 years older, except for Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who looks like better than she did oh, on Seinfeld. She looks so much better now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to explain they got, they're getting out of jail now because George killed a guy in self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> now, that'd be fun. Yeah, there's so many places. I was frustrated, go. Jerry! <laughs> frustrated. Kramer's going to slide in through like those metal sliding doors. <laughs> you know who's in jail, don't you, Jerry? <laughs> Maniacs! <laughs> uh, yeah, so here, fingers crossed and hoping that's not a complete abomination. Um, let's hope it's a Super Bowl commercial because then I, I honestly just don't care what happens with it. Yeah. So Jerry has been hard at work on the Seinfeld reboot and obviously he works with Hack Ride. He's been at uh, Fat Camp with Craigers. Yep, apparently. How do you feel about your new nickname, by the way? So someone called me that at work, so I've heard it, but now I'm just hearing Craigers. it. I'm hearing it all the time, which is yeah, not the best. Um, well, a hack rides up to his eyeballs in, in work and stress and all sorts of things. <laughs> so it's natural that he would bring in an outlet. <laughs> well, an employee, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is hack rides employee, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I would just say, I don't know how associated these two gentlemen are. <laughs> Hack ride and the person we're about to introduce you to. 
I would say from my own experience, building up multiple channels, I would try and build up one channel first. Yeah. It's tough to build up two at the same time. Um, that, that's just my own thought. But I, I, a new channel popped up on YouTube, and it turns out this is this gentleman is part of Hack Ride Incorporated. He's in, the newest employee over there. Okay. <laughs> would you, Craig, would you care to introduce the world to Boney? <laughs> okay, so what exactly is this Dabbleverse thing you're telling me about? And is there any other boners in it? Because I need to be the only boner where I go. Why does the boner sound like Akash Singh? <laughs> Am I crazy or does that sound exactly like Akash Singh? It sounds exactly like him. <laughs> <laughs> is that on purpose, sir? <sighs> Gotta be honest, I saw a boney on a stream like a few weeks ago and the voice was 12,000 times higher pitched than this. Oh, Boney, Boney's been around for a while? For like a couple weeks. Oh, I didn't know that. The Boney is new to me. I didn't know Boney was like moving in. <laughs> I'll tell you how Boney was introduced to me is I got a message saying that that read a sentence I never dream, dreamt I would read. Uh-huh. Please subscribe to Boney. <laughs> I just got the link. I didn't get any fun messages with it. <laughs> There's a potato. Okay, well, I can deal with the potato. Corn. That's very close to being a boner, and I need to be the only boner in this dabble. So yes, I accept your invitation, and I will be the only boner in the Dabbleverse. That's bony, folks. Bony the boner. Do you have this uh, YouTube channel up? I will. One second. I have the... uh... Get this off the screen here. That wasn't, by the way, go subscribe to Boney, folks, For sure. if you'd like. I, I just found, like, we started the Why You Laughing Clips channel, and then I kind of realized, like, I don't have enough subscribers on this channel to start a second channel, really. Right. So in my experience, it's easier to do everything on one, but that to each their own. For sure. Um, Again, I, that's assuming I'm making a lot of assumptions about Boney's employment. Maybe they have a deal worked out. <laughs> They might. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Boney the Boner. 18 subscribers. So go go get well, subscribing. Get, get, get Boney a few subscribers, please. What's the at? What's at the handle? Boney the Boner. <laughs> is Boney ever flat? Is he always erect? I mean, he's a boner, so he must always be erect, I guess, right? Yeah. Or is when he is in a bad mood, does he go flaccid? <laughs> when he's depressed, he's flaccid. <laughs> yeah. So right now he's flaccid all over the place, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Right now he's a very flaccid boner. <laughs> he's a very flaccid boner. Um, he's got, looks like just clips so far on, on here. What's no. the what's the latest video? Um, I much prefer being Jake's boner. <laughs> Let's see what that's about. Let's take a look at this. Uh, oh, I got to unmute this. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Spare yourselves. <laughs> what about what do you think about Lou to God? Oh, good. He's on with a retarded man. That's yeah. good. I was his boner before you came. See, I was his boner for a little bit. Start off. Cool. Pause, pause, pause. Pause. There's too much going on. See how much higher pitched it is. A clearly, a clearly mentally unwell man <laughs> and a boner are having a conversation. Yeah, uh, and I'm. I'm playing it on my show. I can talk about whatever I'd like. This is this is a clip from the Joey C show on Boney's channel. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, can I tell you, uh, Joey C stock is uh, way up in my eyes. Through the roof. Someone someone just made a joke about I, me. I saw that. 
I forget what it even was. It, like it was a kind of sarcastic, just a funny thing. And Joey read it seriously as if I was being threatened in some way. Oh yeah. And he responded with, I mean, tenacity. <laughs> he was, he was, he was to... You shut your fucking mouth about blind Mike. <laughs> Joey C rules. I don't know what I did to deserve this loyalty, but I appreciate it, Joey C. <laughs> but uh, here's where you'll, yeah, um, Boney's name is Jake Hudson's enormous boner on this. Is Jake Hudson the guy that spells his name wrong? Jake Hudson is the fella. H-U-S-D-O-N, I think he spells it. Yeah. Yeah. He's the uh, the fella who might be uh, challenged in some ways. Okay. And he's talking to Boney, the boner. Yes. Okay. What about what do you think about Lou to God? I was his boner before you came. I was his boner for a little bit, but I much prefer being your boner, Jake. Okay, now I'm wondering is Boney part of the Latin Kings? Is he gang affiliated in some (laughs) Hispanic? So he sounds sort of like a stereotypical. Uh, Southern California Cholo, if I may be so bold. He, yeah, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> um, hey, Jake Hudson! <laughs> I'm a boner! <laughs> I don't do accents, I don't know. His foreskin's only buttoned right under the head <laughs> once. <laughs> Let's finish this clip, I guess. <laughs> that was it. Oh, that was it? Yeah, we got another one that's a little longer called Holes. That could be interesting. <laughs> Alright, let's play it. <laughs> What do you think about Playboy ma- magazine? Owner? Well, at one time, I you know, I, when you Hefner was alive. Not you, you know, Joey. Oh, oh. Not enough holes for boner. me, Jake. Not enough holes. No, I like magazines with a lot of holes because I go in holes, and so if you're just showing a side boob, what does that do for me? Nothing. Now, you talk some hustler. Now we're talking, Jakey boy. Now let's get into some of them holes. Yes. What about Maxim? What about Maxim? Do I need to dig you a hole and show you what a hole is, Jake? Maybe in this after show meeting we should talk about. I forgot. I gotta be, I'll, I'll be honest. I just forgot we were doing a show. We thought we were hanging out post show. <laughs> I was I, I don't know what I thought. I was like waiting for something. And then I realized, oh, I'm I'm steering the ship here. I'm, I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad I didn't go mute there, right? So do you think Boney will be uh, ever filling in on this program? I I mean, I feel like he's like, definitely do we, taste of, do we get a taste of Boney ever, or are we a Hackride exclusive show and Boney is property of Jake Hudson. So if I was uh, a betting man, um, I'm going to guess someone's going to hear this segment. And I think we may see Boney next week. I huh? think we're going to get pummeled with Boney next week. <laughs> well, as I always try to bestow on this man, less is more. So be aware of that. But. Actually, it'd be kind of funny. <laughs> Well, everyone, go go subscribe to Boney the Boner on Twitter. <laughs> Please. I don't know what his purpose is. I don't know if he's going to even be creating content. But <laughs> the brain. I need to study the brain. Yeah. Well. Um. Should we get to uh, some of these questions that the fine people have left us on the patron? Yeah. Let me pull those up. <laughs> we haven't done it in a while. 
We have not. And as I've said before, it uh, it's generally a sign of uh, Mike's not too confident in the the content of the show today. So we'll resort to questions. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you guys have uh, good questions. There's always new people on the Patreon. So Patreon gets first crack. Patreon and Super Chats get first crack. So you can fire away. <laughs> oh, I see. Um, I see why these questions stink now. Why is that? Because <laughs> one of them is like, when's the next Blind Mike VGS crossover? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, think, I don't know how seriously they took a lot of it. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, often we get good questions. I don't know if this was the best uh, crop, but we'll, um, we'll address the good ones. Uh, and uh, Patreon gets first crack, so go to blindmike.net, subscribe to the Patreon if you want uh, access to that sort of stuff. Oh, uh, we'll talk about the live show after. Just make sure you remind me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, first question from Clarence Horley. When are you doing a Jonathan Winters? Why are you laughing? Uh, he's on the list for sure. I try to... It's tough with obscure guys like that. Because people don't give a fuck about the episode usually, which often means it's a more interesting episode because like I'm learning. I, I don't know a ton about Jonathan Winters, so I'd be like learning a lot for that episode. So I always enjoy those. But a lot of episodes like that are the lowest viewed. Like, I don't know what the. Uh, um, so what I like to do is go through a streak where we have a few hot ones, which I think we've had recently. I think the Andy Kaufman episode will do well. So you get a few hot ones under our belt and then go to a guy like Jonathan Winters or, uh, you know, Mort Saul or something like that. It's like it's like a wrestling match. We have to have the come down spot to make the ending yeah. even better. <laughs> Someone asked. It shows you how locked in these people are to our content. Someone said, when are you doing a Doug Stanhope episode? Like, it's three, like well, three weeks ago, three months ago. Fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was not that long ago. Yeah. Like when people ask about an episode we did at first, I get it. You know, right. it's like, yeah, it's way, way back, but it's there. Um, yeah. Well, we've only done a hundred folks go through the archives. Yeah. There's not too many there. Scroll you can through the get list. through it pretty quickly. Um, uh, Kirk 5k. This always comes up during the questions. Did you, did you go on that boat ride with Alba's this dad? Son yet? of a bitch won't <laughs> let me live it down. No, he's never getting that boat ride. All right. What do you want from me? He's never stepping foot on that boat. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. On his on his deathbed, I'll say, "Hey, you want to go for a ride?" <laughs> There's one last one last twist of the knife. But knowing you, it'll be exactly what he needs to like walk again. <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> damn it! Ah, uh, you've given me hope, Mike. <laughs> uh, uh, does does Carl pay the regulars on his show like Trucker Andy Cardiff Electric? Uh, you know what's weird? It's kind of like the Carl says he treats it like the Super Bowl. They pay him to be on the show. That's right, right, right. <laughs> Andy pays, I think, five hundred dollars a week to yeah. be on that program. Yeah, by <laughs> I, you know what you know what I am interested in is uh, Trucker Andy on that show. I, I say I'm interested in it. I do a show with Carl every week. I've never once asked him, so I'm not that interested. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that Trucker Andy is on every week now because he says he's not a trucker anymore, which I took to mean like he's retired or something. And he started his own podcast, uh, All Apologies, I think it's called, which is actually a good idea. He does, um, uh, apo it's exactly what it sounds like. He does apologies. Like I suggested he do the Chris D'Elia apology mm -hmm. and Brennan Schaub and Callan crying about it. I think they might have done that. It was the best. But it's a good, it's like looking back, like Jonah Hill's tearful apology on The Tonight Show. Uh, Michael Richards is a great one. Jonah Hill's uh, was for the F word, right? 
Yes. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. a very funny video. Yeah. So it's a good concept for a podcast. But what I'm inter- I am interested because he said uh, Andy's on with me every week because he's. I assume to answer your question, he does get paid in some form or fashion for that. But he's a pretty young guy to be retired. I'd be curious to know his story. I don't know how private a guy he is, but maybe he's one of those truck drivers that's just like I'm gonna grind for ten years straight and make yeah, you just put away good money. You yeah. can make so much money doing that. Yeah, it might be something like that. Yeah, could be it. Uh, Nick West, two bucks. Uh, hashtag to hell and back for hack ride. Damn straight, baby. Um, Justin hack riders support the man. That's right. Justin Trudell, two bucks. At least he's making the price lower. <laughs> All right. Super Bowl commercials. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Super Bowl commercials aren't what they used to be. And that is it. <laughs> Profound stuff, Justin. <laughs> Dang lizard. Two bucks. Euros. Uh, Hack Ride will get Jerry on Joey C's prisoner show. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be the most insane thing. Like You know something like that's going to happen. Well, uh, I'm more of a bony guy, to be honest with you. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Hack Ride. <laughs> <laughs> on the outs. Yesterday's news. Yeah. Uh, Josh, not a question, but I came over from Who Are These Podcasts, and I recently finished the full backlog of Blind Mike Project and Why Are You Laughing? Thank you for the Jesus. hours. That's a lot. Really? Jeez. All of it? Wow. Good for you, There's sir. no way. <laughs> well, I'm, thank you, sir. Did you come over three years ago? <laughs> How did you do it? <laughs> uh, and why? Why would you listen to those early Blind Mike Project episodes would be my question. <laughs> This is a funny question. Why does Craig constantly roll his eyes and pretend he is shooting himself while you are talking? Why do you do that? Let's <laughs> finally get this out of the way. Why do I bore you so much? Uh, what are you talking about? You're bored on the program. I'm not bored at all. You fall asleep. Yes, I, I've fallen asleep like four or five times. That's about it. You're the Francesa of this show. <laughs> Drink my Diet Cokes. Um, oh, the, uh, Carl demanded I address this with you, by mm-hmm. the way. Yep. They fuck up the clips, I don't the, know. The, and and I've I've deduced it to uh, this is when Craig has nothing. He hasn't been paying attention to what I'm saying, mm-hmm. so he has nothing to contribute. Yep, your crutches, thousand percent. Right, everyone's been pointing that out to me lately. I've never noticed that you do it, but when it was pointed out to me, I was like, ah, I think yeah, so, that's that's when he's not listening to me. No, no, it's when I'm listening. What happened? I can tell you exactly why I say it. Uh, it's when you finish a point and it's time for the next clip, and that's me saying something while the next clip gets pulled out. Uh, thousand percent. Thousand percent. Boss. Thousand percent. I agree with you in tenfold. <laughs> uh, uh, hamburger. Uh, two. Oh, shit. Two bucks. Uh, love you guys. I binge early episodes too. Oh, well, thank you. That's very sweet of you people. Nice. They hold up. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine either. Um, this we is found a- our gro- I'd say we found our groove in like November of last year. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been hitting the, the ground running since then. Phil Elmore, two bucks. Shots fired. I don't know what that's in reference to. Oh, I think I said Phil Elmore's name earlier, but it was not in, I don't think it was in a mean way. <laughs> um uh, have you commented or spoken about the New Yorker Hassan Minaj article? <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> Thank it you. exists, I swear. Joe Buccino. Um, Blind Mike. Uh, <laughs> a swamp... A swamp fungus? Uh, Blind Mike, buddy, how can you not enjoy the one genre of entertainment that is entirely audio? Music is a good man. You should try it. Keep up the good work. I, I'm not a monster. It's not that I don't enjoy music. 
I, I'm just not a music fan. Like, there's no, um, I, uh, you could probably find this on the Who Are These podcast episode I just did. Mm-hmm. That we were making fun of a radio show that they have a game where it's like they play. Essentially, the game is just they play a fucking uh, Led Zeppelin song, and you have to be like, "Oh, that's Led Zeppelin," and they're like, "Hey, you won tickets." That's the game. <laughs> yeah, and I was trying to make a point of like, yeah, I, I mean, like it's a dumb game. I I don't necessarily know it. Carl, like Carl's talking about how easy the game is, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't know every band. <laughs> I was like, you don't know who Led Zeppelin is? And I'm like, I I know them. But if you played me a Led Zeppelin song, I wouldn't be like, that's definitely Led Zeppelin. It's either Led Zeppelin, Def Leppard, or... So you'll see me be completely phony and go, I'm pretty sure I was like, oh, I know that one. (laughs) I meant meant in general, you know, like all the other ones. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But no, like, like I'm I'm genuinely a Taylor Swift fan. But, like, I'm not, like, one of these people. I, I don't give a shit that she's dating Travis Kelsey. You don't? I don't you know? even care, and I, I'm i all in on it. I don't get the obsession. No. Um, Nick West, I two I hope bucks. they get married, just to fuck with everyone. <laughs> that would be great. They held they held hands yesterday. That was big news. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> these people dating held hands? <gasps> That's, okay, that's where Dan Katz is exonerated. Because yes. if you're reacting to them holding hands, you will react to a sex tape. <laughs> then you'll app, then you what you want ultimately is a sex tape. Correct. <laughs> so Correct. big cat, we got your back. Uh Nick West, two bucks. Craig mouthing fuck the blind is a fun touch. Yeah, see, this is this is hurtful. <laughs> Why do you do these things? <laughs> um where did I leave off here? Um, by my uh, Richard Chavez, uh, has the increase in Kirk's content output uh, negatively affected your Patreon content views? Has the increase in Kirk's content? Why would that? So meaning he's doing like four days a week now instead of three. Yeah, has that negatively affected my? How I don't understand how it would. What am I missing here? I don't know because he still plugs. The website, even when you're not in, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably helped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we get another um, another day of it. Or may, does he mean may, maybe he means because he was in um, like New York this week, so I wasn't on the show. Like he's doing more. Or does he mean there's a, he's away? there's an extra KMS show, so maybe they're gonna listen to that over this. Oh well, I mean they're gonna do that anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't stealing listeners from. I think they're doing just fine. Basically, I think we covered every possible <laughs> version that question could have been. Yeah, I don't really understand the question. No, I'm sure if anything, it's helped probably. But I would say, um, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, if you want to, if you're in the chat, please clarify because oh, I don't know what you mean. Oh, uh, here, here it is. <laughs> Voting for Doug Stanhope while you're laughing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Did you see Sam Hyde at Skankfest? And have you looked into any of the MDE's material yet? No, so I, I did see Sam Heidetsky. He was on uh, the first show I was at, like the opening night. And um, I don't know who he is. I know the name, but like, should I know him? Sam Hyde? Yeah. Isn't he um, like a political? I that So I thought so too. And then maybe I, I was, maybe I'm mixing him up with Sam Harris or something. Oh, maybe. I don't know, he was there and it seemed like a big deal that he was there, but I didn't give a shit really. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know anything about that guy at all. Neither do I. Yeah, um, so I did, I did see him. I didn't, I don't know. He didn't, uh, I haven't further checked him out. Put it that way. Uh, uh, Wayne A. Bruns, next to my whacking lube, 
the best five bucks I spend each month. Love the content that you, and, very Mr. Sweet. That you and Mr. Ozempic provide. <laughs> uh, the Ozempic King, Craig Carney. Are you worried uh, with all the like reports coming out now about that? Like the side effects and stuff? Yes. <laughs> terribly, terribly you worried. I'm not I juicing. Think. I've said this many times. I'm not juicing. Oh, the, the O in a Coney stands for Ozempic. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was stick around probably. <laughs> uh, Ryan, have you considered a Discord for paying gearheads? Perhaps you could build off the excitement and momentum from the VGS Discord. <laughs> that was the last like thing. That. The last thing Mike Harris nuked on his way out was that Discord. Um, well, we have one, don't we? Didn't uh, someone start one? I think he means just for the paying people. There is a Discord. If you want it, um, message me on Twitter, and I'll send yeah. it to you. Um, uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't give a shit enough about Discord. Like if if you guys start one, or there is one, then fucking go crazy. But uh, probably not just because I don't care about this. I remember the one time I used it when it was a thing for like Kirk Show. Like I tried to use it, and the way it was set up, I couldn't even begin to. See, it took me so so yeah. it turned me off from it. It took me a while to understand how Discord works. Yeah. Um. Uh. What goes into the decision to release? Why are you laughing on Patreon early versus keeping more behind a paywall? I think there's both. I hope it's not because you're not. <laughs> I hope it's not because you're not giving yourself enough credit. Your content is very good and deserves to be paid for. I, oh, well, thank you. I had never, sweet. <laughs> I had never really been interested in stand-up comedy, but uh, still find "Why Are You Laughing" interesting. Uh, well, that started because we we never did bonus episodes before, so the incentive was get these earlier on Patreon, mm -hmm. and then we started doing bonus episodes this year. Um, I don't know. Like, I like "Why Are You Laughing," and I put a lot of work into it, so I want the most people to see it. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the main answer. Like, I like. I, I I would I my my dream is that someone comes across that someday like the right people and it's like oh this is pretty good like I have no delusions that this show this is very niche the idea that we're talking about we spent two hours on fucking Burt Kreischer stealing a carpet commercial <laughs> that's, that's very true I, I, I understand if that's not a mainstream thing but I do think like why are you laughing is a thing that uh people people could find and enjoy at any time. So that's the the hope with having those archives. Well, you don't necessarily have to like comedy to just be like, what, what's up with this guy? <laughs> yeah, like I'd be, oh yeah, like I'd be interested because there's, I've done that with like history shit where I'm not like a history buff, but sometimes something will come up in my YouTube algorithm and I'll be like, oh, this I, could be interesting for an hour. Um, ever. <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely got new people. Ever considered doing a Why You Laughing on Adam Sandler's comedy albums? <laughs> well, and they, they may not be new because technically we never did that. <laughs> well, we, I mean, like we sort of did. We uh, tried to with uh, Danny Polish truck and we got sidetracked with Peter Shickley. Go listen to the first five minutes of uh, The Mystery of Peter Shickley and you'll enjoy it because we're talking about Adam Sandler. And I got to be honest, thank God we found Peter Shickley because the... Shickley, Shigla, whatever his name yeah, is. Shickley. Because it, it didn't feel like Danny wanted to do Adam Sandler. <laughs> no, it was his suggestion. I know. I know. And he seemed like annoying. I don't think he knew what the show was. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think he got it. 
because yeah. he seemed almost like annoyed that we were doing it. And then he was obsessed with Peter Shickley, so it worked out nicely. Also, my girlfriend wants to know if you're really blind. She thinks you might be faking. And if you have any photos of you without the glasses, she may have a crush. Ooh. Hey, now. Sorry, baby. Just I, I like to leave a little uh, to be desired. You know what I mean? <laughs> Go watch any episode of KMS. Um, I don't show I don't show too much leg, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's right. Uh, this is a good question uh, from Principled Uncertainty. Great gearhead, by the way. Always has good questions. Yes, yes. Um, what comedian does everybody else love, but they leave you cold? For me, it's Pryor, and I 1,000% agree. Well, it's interesting to know that Craig faked his way through the Richard Pryor episode of Why You Laughing. No, I, I, I think I even said on that. I was like, I like him, but he never, you know... Yeah. Um, well, Seinfeld, I guess. <laughs> Seinfeld. Yeah. I say a lot of shit about Seinfeld, uh, but I think a lot of people agree with me on that. Uh, oh, you know what? Uh, take the take the rapes out of it. Bill Cosby. Never did. I anything. never understood. Yeah. <laughs> I never got it. I strictly, like his, uh, later, strictly I like on stage. <laughs> strictly yeah. on the stage. We're talking here. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, no, I, I like Cosby. They talk about as like one of the greatest ever. And I never understood that. In oh, the I saw, um, Rogan. I liked, uh, Rogan's two Netflix specials. I thought were not bad. Triggered. I thought was very funny, but yeah, that was maybe the first time. Strange uh, times. I thought was good. I haven't seen that one yet. Um, do a Walt on Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, uh, maybe they meant why are you laughing? Oh yeah, I thought for some reason I was picturing you had like a Walt Jr. just trashing <laughs> Sebastian Maniscalco. Um, why will I do that? <laughs> he doesn't look like he eats breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you're cooking this off, <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> um, stop being such <laughs> a bitch. <laughs> Oh, no, I hate that guy. <laughs> no one likes bunt cake. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, I mean, I hate Walt Jr. I'm sure R.J. Mitty is a fine man. Yeah. yeah. Um, Felix Fitzgerald. <laughs> How do you read a room? Haha, <laughs> get it? <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. For some reason, it sucks when there's not money attached to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, there um, is in some ways, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's actually true. I take back what I said. Uh, what's next on the menu for the us club? Oh, what a segue here. What's next on the menu for us club maniacs when we sadly oh. one day say goodbye to Quincy? Oh, interesting. So you mean what show is going to be? I don't know if we're going to follow up Quincy with another show. Can you follow up Quincy? That, that'd be tough to do. Yeah. Certainly not right away. Definitely. It has to happen naturally, I think. I agree. Um, but yes, I do have an announcement for the people here that I should have mentioned during our Skankfest chat uh, last week. I love this. So I went to Sixth and Jump at Skankfest, a reunion of um, Ari Shafir, Dan Soder, and Big J Ogerson's pandemic podcast where they watch uh, 21 Jump Street. Quincy is essentially stolen from that, although we don't pause. Like, their episodes will be three hours because they pause and rewind and all that shit. Mm. But essentially, we're doing the same thing with Quincy that they did with 21 Jump Street. Yeah, we talk over all of it because most of it you can sort of miss. A lot, a lot of it you can miss in Quincy. <laughs> um, but so what they did for the show is they had it in a movie theater at the uh, location. Like um, Skankfest is at an old abandoned mall. 
So there's like actual movie theater seating uh, and screens in there and shit. So they had it in a movie theater and, um, you know, they passed out like bingo cards and shit like that, which we've tweaked a little bit. But we just watched an episode of Quincy with their commentary. It was like you were watching with them. It was very fun. And I said we should do this with the penultimate episode of Quincy, the second to last episode, which there's a wedding involved. Now, um, I mentioned this to Carl, who jolted a little bit of sense into me. And was like, well, maybe you want to do other things <laughs> that lead to Quincy or something so that other people, other than the five that watch Quincy with us, maybe other oh, people will be interested in going. I, I for sure thought we would do something else before it. So I think we will. And I actually sent a video today. We're not going to get to it, I don't think. Yeah. Did you see the Darman video I sent? Yes. Um, I, I, I had to reach out to Royce to uh-uh. make sure of the name. So when I've been on Daywave... Um, they've shown me these videos that are basically like PSAs, but they're the worst scripted and worst acted things you've ever seen. I was thinking maybe those could be fun for a live show. We'll have to, what time is it? We do that right now. This could take hours. Yeah. It's about noon. Yeah. No. All right. We'll, we'll do it. We'll put that one on the back burner. (laughs) We'll we'll put it on the back burner, but those Darman videos are fascinating and they get millions of views on YouTube. (laughs) So shit like that would be fun. Obviously, like Tom My- Tom Myers segment or something would be fun. So yeah, we'll do other shit. But the main thing is we wanted to have a coroner's inquest. Yes, which the Clug maniacs will understand, and uh, we'll make it a real frat vibe. The way that uh, we have built coroner's inquests up into being. Yeah, this is gonna be like uh, Mike and Madawaska without the uh, the trouble. Everyone's just going to get bombed. I guess. I don't want it to be nothing like that. But that's actually a terrible pitch. But <laughs> I'm just picturing everyone with like beer helmets and, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The people that listen will, will paint their chest. Yes, <laughs> have definitely. Que- have cues on it. Everyone's got their platinum club jackets, hopefully. Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah that'll be a great time. So, yeah, that's hopefully something to tease the uh, club maniacs. Um, Nick West, two bucks, says uh, murder she wrote would be a treasure trove. People say people suggest that suggested that when we started Quincy, that was high on the list. Um, Josh, could you do a more on money again? Just an update on how you're feeling about crypto and what changes you may have made, if any. It's funny. I thought about that recently. The reason I stopped doing more on money, which for anyone that doesn't remember, um, I would do. I would talk about like stocks and crypto and investing, and uh, I stopped doing it because I got to a point where now I just invest. Uh, I have a Roth IRA, uh, SEP IRA, and just a general fund that I invest into and like a high yield fund that I invest into every month. And I just do that like clockwork, basically. And so my investing has gotten much more boring. I don't keep up on different stocks the way I used to. So I just stopped doing it because it got to a point where I was like, guys, be safe with your money. (laughs) It was just a boring show because I kept saying the same shit every week. It felt like. But I could do uh I could check in with one in the near future if you if uh if there's wanting for it. Ooh. Um same guy Josh. Also, maybe a VGS blind mic episode. Those are always great. I'll tell you what has uh what slowed down the VGS crossovers, which go to verygoodshow.org for all your shock jock needs. Mm-hmm. Uh I got to say Mike Harris leaving the program. Oh yeah. Lost it it it, it quelled my fire. Well, I can tell you exactly why. Yeah. 
Uh, Matt and Tim don't talk that much, so it's just essentially a blind mic project. <laughs> right. Yeah, and Tim seems to have some weird contempt for me. No, I think he's nervous still. <laughs> uh, uh, didn't but, Tim say something weird about me? Oh, that he met me at Legion of Skanks or something. He thought so, I think. Or How uh, would he have thought that? I think it actually went back to the... Uh, I got the drop somewhere. Uh, the the era where Lewis was talking about you for a little bit. Yes. Um, where is it? But I wasn't there for that. No, I know, but you were coming up on Legion of Skanks. So then he yes. looked into it that way. Blind Mike. Blind Mike, who used to work for Barstool. Blind oh, Mike. Lewis, that's Blind Mike. Go watch Blind Mike Geary's podcast. Blind Mike. <laughs> Thank you, Lewis. Wow, what a guy. Uh, that's the end of the questions. On All right. Um, do I want to do Darman? Now we've gone, we've gone two hours. I do kind of want to do that Darman video now that we brought it up. <laughs> Can I give you a taste? Sure. Let's do a little Darman. Uh, Unless you're you Jones and get out of here. I know you're very bored with this. Show. <laughs> uh, nope. Uh, one. So this is. I want to be clear. Full credit to my buddy Royce Lopez, uh, who's been nice to have me on Daywave a bunch. Of, I got to get back on Daywave. By the way, I haven't done it in a while. Um, but Royce showed me these videos and they're wild. You could spend hours watching them because the acting and the storyline are so captivatingly terrible. Um, where did but I want to be clear. This is Royce Lopez on Daywave. I don't want to be one of these guys. You know, these guys that I, I won't name names, but these guys with their wacky teeth and their glasses <laughs> And they, they see a show like ROTC talking about Stuttering John, and they steal it from him. I'm not going to be one of those guys. You know, that's my that's point. That's a good place to be. Yeah, yeah. We're friends of ROTC. We're not like these thieves out here. Some people call them chompers. So, you know, eating away all the content <laughs> for the rest of us. <laughs> um, this is a video called Mom Calls the Cops on Tattooed Dad. Yeah, so here, they take up these causes. By the way, I don't know why they're not just honest. It's clearly a racial issue, <laughs> but they make it seem like the tattoos are the, the real <laughs> problem here. And uh, what I also love about the titles is it's always like, you won't believe what happens next. <laughs> like, oh, that's true because it's ridiculous. Let's see if we can get through this. <laughs> This is supposed to be like Excuse PSAs, me. by the way. Do you know what that man is? After school specials. Oh, this is not... Uh, I thought that was just like a friggin' Gillian Keeves sketch is how it's filmed. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. This is like... I think the idea behind it is like you're supposed to show these at like HR seminars and like high school, like showing people how to behave, basically. Oh, I think Legion of Skanks has actually done these before. Now I'm thinking about it. Oh, very possibly. Darman is the name of this particular channel. But Royce, again, Royce Lopez, great guy. Uh, all credit to Royce. He he's, he's shown me a bunch of different channels <laughs> that are good. But I think this is probably the most popular. No idea. I've never seen him here before. <laughs> Officer. So ominous like this. Where Why don't you try going there, down there's this? There's a in our midst. You can take your new friend with you. <laughs> okay, Mom. Want to go? Sure. <laughs> they don't want the kids to be around this 
black guy. All right, that's close enough. Literally, a man in a park, completely minding his own business, and this is where these ske- these sketches or whatever you want to call them. This is where they're brilliant because they make no effort to make the guy look suspicious. <laughs> no, he's literally <laughs> he's just a guy enjoying a lovely day at the park. You better have a kid here, though. I will say she's onto something. <laughs> well, we'll find out. All right, that's close enough. Excuse me? I don't know what it is you're doing here, but this is not the time or place. So I need you to leave. Hold on. Before this is not the, t- the park is not the time or place to be enjoying the day. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? It's an it's a indoor playground is what it is. Well, it's not the time or place. What is she referring to? Not the time or place for what? I think because there's a ton of kids there. I have no idea. This man hasn't done anything to solicit her rage yet. He does have a cutoff uh, shirt on, and he's jacked, so that might be. Oh, what a piece of shit. <laughs> might be. Might be. Oh, this lady's probably all horned up. Doesn't realize it. <laughs> yeah, get in my car now. No. Um, I'm just here because of my daughter, Britt. <laughs> right. You need to leave. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't You're probably here to molest children. Your kind leaves their kids when they're young. We know that. <laughs> I, well, here's another. Maybe this is where they're being progressive. Yeah. Is I don't. If you see uh, a gentleman of color tattooed with a cutoff shirt, is your first instinct he's here to rape the children? Um, uh, like, yeah. Uh, what is she protecting them from? All getting robbed, or is she? Does she think there's like a molestation element? I mean, uh, I mean, she's got to be onto something. She got to know this. Guy. Well, yeah. Here's the problem with doing this segment: is Craig thinks this lady is saving the town. I can't believe she let him in the door. <laughs> Craig's like, "Who's this hero?" Take you out. What's it gonna be? She's already escalated this to the highest extent. The worst. Go tell security. I'll wait. I am oh, not joking. Called out. I really will. <laughs> I'm gonna stay with my daughter, All you right. bitch. It yourself. Tried to warn you. You know what happens when law enforcement comes near you. <laughs> he puts her knee on his neck. <laughs> He's like, all right, that's it. <laughs> excuse me. There's a man over there, and he keeps watching. A, excuse me, security. There's a black over there. You know what's very funny is the security guard didn't even ask questions. He just ran. <laughs> oh Jesus, ma'am, I'm sorry. <laughs> excuse me, sir. Why are you here? I already told her. I'm sure you know this is a segregated playground. Hey, baby girl. (laughs) Can you please go down the side with me? Please, please, please. What? Daddy's kind of big. His his daughter's white, by the way. His daughter's white? (laughs) The look on this lady's face is very funny. (laughs) God, nukes. (laughs) A slide, baby girl. How about you go get your slide and I'll watch, okay? Okay. See, that's my daughter, Brittany. Sorry for the misunderstanding. Have fun. But she's white. Hope you're happy. Don't judge someone before you get to know them. (laughs) Now, hold on. Here's what I'll say. You think the lesson is right there, right? Yep. How much longer is this video? There is eight more minutes. (laughs) There is eight more minutes. You think we've learned the lesson of don't judge a book by its cover in that moment. But we've got a long way to go here. Yeah. I still don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Do you adopt 
Hunter or something? I don't think that's any of your business. Well, uh, lady, no her. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you adopt her or something? No, actually, she defied genetics. Yeah. As a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, very that's how I have this lily white daughter and I am a black man. <laughs> a gigantic black man, too. <laughs> well, that's a shame. Wait, go, back, go back, go back, go <laughs> back. What's a shame. Oh, didn't go back far enough here. Hold on. I still don't understand. Did you adopt her or something? I don't think that's any of your business. I have a blessed day. It is not your business. <laughs> no. Well, that's a shame. What'd, What'd you say? I said it's a shame. Brittany probably would have had a much better life. Oh, God. Oh, my God. By her own people. Clearly, I gotta say. Is that so? Roughly 100% of kids put up for adoption are better off with the family that adopted them because those parents either weren't able to or didn't want to take on the burden of parenthood. So automatically, (laughs) a child that's adopted is in a better scenario than they would have been. It would have been very funny if he did have a black daughter, though, and this lady was like, "Uh, did you pay to get in here? (laughs) (laughs) This lady lady will stop at nothing. Like, they've given her every opportunity to not be racist. She's like, it's it's in my bones. I I don't know how to stop it. How you figure? Well, to start with, she would have a mother and a father. Oh, shit. Jesus. And a broken home. Hey, listen, How's I know it's not the stereotype, but I know she's missing one of you parents. <laughs> Clearly the mom's not in the picture. <laughs> Look around. What do you see? Moms. Moms playing with their children. I'm sure this if this is a gay black dad, mother, I'm going to lose it. Here with her today. Not, not some limp dick man. Not some limp yes. dick father playing with their children. <laughs> like a pussy. <laughs> this is very realistic. The chat saying not, she's being she's being critical of this man because he's being an attentive father. That's her criticism. <laughs> he's not even doing anything, but he's just standing there like all the other parents. He's done. This man has done literally nothing. If if this were racism. I'd be screaming from the mountaintops. We've got a massive problem in this country. (laughs) (laughs) If this is what people are dealing with out there, I'm going to be more proactive. (laughs) Unless. Unless she's working and you're just a freeloader. Wow. This just keeps getting better. Oh, also, lady, what are you doing at the park? I don't understand. She's a freeloader. With all those tattoos. You just seem to know everything about me, don't you? How would you? (laughs) She. This can't be about the tattoos. Right. There's no way. they. I forgot that aspect of it. Just because I'm tattooed. No, no. I think there's some deeper issues, maybe historic issues that are playing into this. She said, you're kind. Yeah, this lady's a racist and he's giving her an out. That's how sweet this man is, by the way. That he's like, oh, it's because I have tattoos. This lady definitely has some stupid gay phrase on her collarbone tattooed. <laughs> She's just not showing it off. I'm always, I mean, the cops are always pulling me over because of this tattoo. <laughs> I mean, people are, they're following me around stores, making sure yeah. I don't steal anything. It's these damned, I wish I could have them removed. I'm walking down the sidewalk. Someone catches a glimpse of this tattoo. They're on the other side of the street. George Zimmerman followed me that time because I'm all tatted up. 
Uh, Justin Trudell, five bucks. The best part of the video is when Craig comes in and asks this woman if this guy is bothering her. <laughs> hey, let's get out of here. Craig wants to take her on a date. <laughs> How do you get the, the balls to actually say this? <laughs> I love, you know what I love about you, babe, is your honesty. <laughs> I'm calling her babe immediately. You're always saying what everyone's thinking. <laughs> my head pokes out of the ball pit, and I'm just like, my God. <laughs> Like if I interrogated you about <laughs> Husband. And my husband is doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing. I'm just a tattooed up gay black guy. job as vice president of a top construction company. He's making is that, is that a position at the construction company? <laughs> what was it again? Top, uh, he's vice, vice president. president of a top construction company. I don't know, but I hope it turns out that this guy owns that construction company. <laughs> well, Craig... You're two for two this week. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully some people don't know what I mean by that, and we'll keep going. <laughs> so, you don't need to worry about him. Oh, that's so funny. Can you to go get ice cream after this? Please? Please? <laughs> no, sweetheart. I don't think you should be friends with her. What? Because even though she's white, she has the taint of black on her. The, the only reason you're, uh, I guess I won't, I'll, I'll save it for the uh, big announcement apparently I ruined. But. But no. She's literally like, listen, I'll tell you how racist I am. This white child has a black adopted parent and we're not going <laughs> to let her over the house. And yeah, your father's waiting for us outside. We need to go. You don't have to take it on the kids. Daddy, what's wrong? This is the N-word. Nothing, baby girl. <laughs> Everything's okay. My head pops up. What's up? I'm still taking gifts some ice cream, though. What a great dad. So what kind of flavor are you going to get? I seen you eyeing that razzleberry the other day. Cookies oh, you rascal. You chip. lovable blast man. I said you getting two scoops. Hey, guys. Hey, my How's the God, he's, he's with a white woman. Disgracing uh, uh, <laughs> God again. I hope this lady goes up to the wife and is like, how could you? Ma'am, look out. <laughs> <laughs> he's following you now. Pearson, stay in the car. I'll be right back. Oh, my God. She's going to go up to him. Now this yep. all makes sense. Uh, not again. Do you know her, Raymond? No, just ignore her. Come on. So you're Brittany's biological The wife partner. in that moment would have to be like, that's um, a little, what do you mean, no? <laughs> Clearly you know her. Is this lady just can't wrap her head around adoption or interracial couples? <laughs> just, can I say also? Both? They, they, didn't, they didn't set this in 1960. No, it's like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is how every commercial looks. <laughs> is this? <laughs> yeah, right. No. That's not it. All right. Well, whatever your situation is, may I advise you to be careful? <laughs> Judging from your car, you do pretty well. He's like, listen, I have to go out of my way. It's really a reflex to be this racist. <laughs> if you could just, just let me vent, it's something I got to get out before I get home to my husband. <laughs> Make sure he's with you for the right reasons. You know what I mean. That white pussy, right, right brother? Honey, can you go to the car, please? <laughs> you see, I don't normally let stuff like this bother me, but you're taking this way too far. 
the same that hurts. Wait, buddy, 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 buddy. You should let stuff like this bother you. This should bother you, yeah. This is not sweating the small stuff. You know, this you know, is the most <laughs> aggressive act I've ever witnessed. <laughs> you, know, you know, your daughter's getting discriminated against for being white adjacent. This woman has tried to divide your family <laughs> upwards of four times now. Four or five times, tried to get you arrested, <laughs> beat up by security. No, this is, yeah, this is not like, uh, oh, they cut me off in traffic, but I'm going to let it go and be the bigger man. <laughs> no, this is, this is an egregious offense that this woman is committing. Daughter? What are you going to do? Attack me? Well, like you, you people one do? finger and I'm calling the police. What are you going to attack me at a disproportionate rate? I'm going to call the police <laughs> and you know they shoot on sight. <laughs> oh, what are you going to do? What Anthony Cumia tweets about all the time? <laughs> I hope Anthony's doing all right. He's in the hospital. I think he's out. Or he's at least tweeting again. Oh, good. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Opie had a come to Jesus moment over it, it seemed like. Oh, Anthony, you and Anthony would be fist fighting for this lady. <laughs> <laughs> she's, I think she's too old for both of us. So unless you want to go to prison, which I'm sure you've already been, <laughs> off. Again, because no, of your been. tattoos, to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just talking tattoos. <laughs> Yeah, statistically, uh, jails are filled with uh, tattooed gentlemen at a disproportionate rate. Is this ta- this is only titled the tattoo thing strictly so YouTube didn't rip it off, right? Oh, maybe, maybe, but they but they've kept that facade up throughout the episode. Yeah, well, not really. On her end, it's thinly veiled. <laughs> it's, yeah. He does it, He he says, "Oh, because I have tattoos." <laughs> no, it's because you're black. I am? <laughs> he asked me earlier if I adopted Brittany. Not that I'm eager to give you any type of explanation, but I know you're dying or not. You see? <laughs> Brittany had a tough childhood. One night, her grandmother was watching her where her parents were up. Instead of coming home, well, they got in a car accident. Oh, my God. No. And neither one of them survived. <laughs> Two tattoos just stole my truck. Overnight, Brittany's <laughs> life changed. Very funny comment. She wanted to stay with her grandma. But her grandmother wasn't able to take care of her by herself. So instead, sad story. Certainly, she this gave Brittany up for foster magic. care. Yeah. To make things even worse. Brittany never had a good placement situation. She went from home to home. And each time she was treated so badly. Let's wrap it up, buddy. The pity party's not working for you. That's why I'm not pausing We're on your side. Part. When she finally arrived at my home, I could tell for the first time I looked in their eyes how much pain she went through. So clearly, this is where obviously he wins her over. So in that moment, yeah. I decided I was going to adopt her. I got tattoos like after I adopted her, just to protect her. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, your so tattoos you see, are unregistered. <laughs> I did adopt her, and I given her the best life imaginable. Look, if what you're saying is true, then I and I'm sorry, and I doubt it. Have to go through all that. Hold on. But it doesn't change my opinion about you. <laughs> You're probably using this poor woman in her Applause for a second. <laughs> even, he, she's even going to give him like, well, listen, that's quite a story. 
but I still don't think you should be allowed in our parks or in our schools <laughs> or, <laughs> or to sit at the front of the bus, you know, <laughs> again, because of your tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Serious right I'm very curious. This where this is all you going. have to say after everything I just told you? It's the truth. The only reason you became a foster parent was so you could collect a paycheck. And then when you decided to adopt based, me, This is based on nothing that this man has done. Uh, the tattoos, Mike. <laughs> Can't forget those. Again, the statistics that are related to those tattoos, I understand. I'm pretty sure but. most people have tattoos at this point. That's the other thing. Yeah, again, it's set in modern times. And yeah, but the, uh, people have much crazier tattoos than that. They're all sleeved up. And... <laughs> yeah. You lost your source of income, right? Barbara. Sorry I'm late. I had some work to wrap up at the office. It's all right. I'm leaving now. Pearson's in the car. I'm just here with this junk. <laughs> you probably right. don't even acknowledge him as a human being. <laughs> this guy's, her husband's excited to see him. Ray! <laughs> what are you doing here? You two know each other? Do we know each other? Raymond's my boss. My He's the God! Out of the construction company I work at. <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> I guess it's a good thing that I run my own company. I'll be right there. Okay? It'd be great if this ended with her filing oh, divorce papers because he works for a black guy. Well, actually, if I, if anything, she's going to start fucking him soon. <laughs> I didn't re- I didn't realize how low you were on the totem pole. <laughs> It's a tiny company, right? It's right there. I bought that for her last birthday. But birthday is not helping you in this situation. <laughs> You're giving her more more fuel. A car as a birthday present. Mm-hmm. She definitely wants to fuck. What's well, the least now. I can do? Being on driver Rolls Royce. <laughs> 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 That's funny. I, I keep it wherever I go in case someone is racist and I can show them a lesson. <laughs> Why they drive separately to this place? Okay, I'm really confused. Sir, did my wife say something to you? No, I was just a little mistaken. Imagine being this guy and not knowing your wife is this racist. I know. <laughs> like, listen. You know, uh, love is, does crazy things to people. So it, maybe you're uh, in a relationship with someone like this. <laughs> the giant. But you, you would know. Your first thought would be, oh, no, she's talking to a black guy. Right, right. I have to run over there. You would know this about your wife if she was like this. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is a Fox News mom that Shane Gillis was talked about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You don't, this is why you don't want a Fox News mom. <laughs> Ain't that right, Barbara? Yeah, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said any of that. What did you do? And only now I, I realize really that. Hope- Not the seven outs you gave me throughout our interaction. <laughs> this doesn't affect my employment <laughs> anyway. Of course not, John. Oh, what a cuck. He's never going to be able to fuck this guy again. Yeah, and you know what's funny? He he is realizing what happened right there. Because she didn't. they didn't say anything, and he goes, I know what happened. <laughs> I hope this doesn't affect my employment. <laughs> I hope that the fact that she set your people back fifty years. If I divorce, like if I divorce her, can I get a raise, please? <laughs> your wife. I hope you learn you should never judge someone before you get to know them. 
Lady, don't jump in now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this... Seeing office tomorrow, John? Yes, sir. Uh, Ray? Do you think your daughter still wants to have ice cream with ours? Watermelon, I assume. <laughs> you want some jimmies on that? <laughs> yes, I'll get whatever grape flavor you ask for. I know you're upset with me. But let's not take it out on our girls. Oh, the tides have turned. Please. I like that she's still kind of like, hey, listen, I'm still a racist, but let's not, let's let the kids play. <laughs> Can I keep my job if I let you sleep with my wife? <laughs> I'll follow you. Okay. Oh, oh, great. <laughs> the whole time she's driving there, she's going to catch a glimpse of him in the rear view and be like, <gasps> <laughs> That was, again, all credit to uh, my buddy Royce Lopez and the fine people at Daywave Radio, uh, which I believe you can listen to every weekday on Rumble. Yes. I think they're exclusive over there. So yeah. check them out. They're no longer yeah, doing Royce, partial Royce YouTube. That, and we've watched, I've watched a bunch when I've been on, and they're always. I, that's one of the least absurd ones I've found, to be honest with you. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, just, I wanted to start off easy for you. Okay. <laughs> that was fantastic. Okay, good. Did people, did people seem to enjoy that? Because we could uh, implement it as a somewhat regular, uh, uh, you know, when we got nothing, we could return to Darman for a few laughs. They can say, they can say all they want. The, the chat was popping during that. Okay, good. I'll say. And it was, um, actually. All right. I think that's pretty much it for today. No, uh, no hack ride game. He's he's decided he doesn't care for us anymore. Yep, he doesn't like us. Perhaps Boney will have a game next week. <laughs> Boney's definitely going to be around. Maybe doing the intro. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I can. I don't know what we're going to be talking about or anything next week. I guarantee, I have awakened Boney. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gonna he's gonna have the morning wood segment for the show. <laughs> So we'll see. Um, I don't know. Anything else uh, before we start closing up shop here? Um, Blindmike.net. Go to blindmike.net if you'd be so kind. Uh, Become a patron, become a YouTube member, or just support the show for free. All the links are up there at blindmike.net. Blindmike Project, as well as Why You Laughing and uh, Who Are These Socials, if you want links for that. Subscribe. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, a lot of people watch these live streams that aren't subscribed. Make sure you subscribe and tap the notification bell. We appreciate it. Yeah. And um, uh, blindmike.net is where all that is. And you can go to verygoodshow.org where, uh, I mean, racism like we just saw, <laughs> it doesn't even come close. The boys uh. at Very Good Show will have that dwarfed by Monday, I presume. <laughs> this is tattoo rich. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard of rich, but <laughs> tattoo. this is tattoo rich. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> but yes, yeah, very good show. Don't work. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, is 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 rubbed out coming out now? Yeah, there's one episode out. We're recording another one on Wednesday. Okay. How how often does this released? Um, every one, every two or three weeks, I think. Slow, slow at first. Keep the people guessing. That's yeah, yeah. The spirit. Yeah, it was supposed to be last week, but someone was sick. That would be me. Okay. What is, uh, what's the next topic? Or what was the first topic? Uh, the first topic was Andrew Bagby. Um, he was this guy that went to uh, a medical school and his his wife or girlfriend or whatever the hell she was would drive to his house like he lived down the street, but from Illinois to New York. 
and just show up and she ended up putting like six shots in his head and then Jesus. killed killed herself and their kid. <laughs> so Oh my god. Yeah, it was really fucked up. And then um uh the next one was is it was voted on on the Patreon is some cement tomb lady in Japan that Matt Matt said is going to blow our mind. So we'll we'll see how that goes, but it's fun. Whoa. If there's one guy that knows how to blow your mind, it's Matt it's, Sanford. It's actually he's actually in his element on this show. So he speaks oh, a lot more, yeah. We'll go check all that out. Verygoodshow.org is where you can find all that stuff. Yeah, I did I did yeah. vocals for his band this weekend. <laughs> I uh, done that well, hello. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Are you a singer? I sc- I scream. It's like a hardcore band. Boy, I cannot picture that. You want to hear it? <laughs> go give it a give it a shot. Let me look, I have the video here. Uh, oh, oh, I thought you were going to do it for us. No, really fuck no. It'll blow. No. All right, that's fine then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what was I saying? Oh, follow Hack Ride on YouTube and Twitter and everything. And, and for now, I guess follow Boney. Boney the Boner on YouTube. I'm recommending, my official recommendation is that they try one YouTube channel first. Get it get to a, a good number. But it exists, so go follow Boney the Boner. Maybe this will pop off. Maybe this will surpass Hack Ride. And there's Boney always the there's always a method to his madness that seems to pay off, so who knows? Well, what I what I await is when Hack Ride and Boney the Boner have a, a you know a disagreement, <laughs> and then they have to split up, and we have to choose sides. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so we'll see. We'll see what how the the partnership of Boney and Hack Ride works out. That'll be something. So go go subscribe to all of that. We appreciate you guys. Thank you. Um, I don't want to shame you the way John does about not paying me. Support the show for free or whatever. <laughs> we appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. And we have a mean transition. Sappers clear the way. Oh, Everyone wait a minute. Have I told you? Yes, continue. Oh, oh, hold up. I had you, I had, I had you muted for the, uh, this is audio only. The video is done. Yeah, never mind. I realized we talked about the live show and I didn't have to interrupt this. Oh. Over. <laughs> Goodbye. And we have a mean transition. Sappers clear the way, everyone all the way. If I tell you you've got a homicide, buddy, you've got a homicide. I hope you hear from you soon. I am proud to own the Trumpy Bear, and I will always be proud to be an American. Until then, have yourself a great day, and as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh? What kind of statement is that? I wrote it. One of my favorite players to cover when he was here was Mike Vrabel. Tell me a Mike Vrabel story. <laughs> Piss on him. All right. 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 All